I didn't even read the wording on the Lit Kit contest or whatever. Mike Lit Niels, Kit contest. Mike Neal's clapped out highlighters. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> oh, shit. Change that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't change that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. You don't like this song? Yo, get it twisted. This Better now, like McPherson shit. <laughs> I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> oh. Oh God. <laughs> You've heard this song, Gage? Yeah. We'll wait for the chorus. Oh yeah, this is from Deadpool. Yeah. I've heard that for sure. Oh, welcome to episode six, Flat Tire Factory podcast. That's DMX. Um, he gone. Rest in peace, DMX. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sponsors, MX Connection. We are in the MX Connection studio. Perfect structure for GMX indoor motocross. Rapid Concrete Solutions. Raise it, don't replace it. Specialize in concrete lifting with polyurethane foam. Guys, what do we say here? Raise it, don't replace there it. There we go. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Uh, the concrete lifting, concrete repair, void filling, soil stabilization. For a free consultation, call 605-381-1597. Deadwood All In, Freestyle Motocross. Oh, guess what? June 5th. Nice. <laughs> that's the day? Yeah, that's the day, Mike. Oh, nice. <laughs> Are you serious right now? You just hit us with that out of nowhere. June 5th, yeah. There, There's literally, like, cards up on Gage's desk that say that on there. Yeah. Way to be involved, Mike. Whatever, dude. So nobody else piped I up. Even, I don't even know why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> static Collective, creating static apparel to be static times and taking the redness of life. Visit staticcollective.com. They are on Facebook and Instagram at Static Collective. Precision Excavation, specializes housing, new builds, foundation, and sewer, and also um, fixing jumps at AM. They um, got two machines of theirs out there an excavator and a skid steer. Oh, nice. How which long? I, I can't run worth a shit. <laughs> Either one or what? Foot controls, bud. No. <laughs> Can't be doing foot controls. I'm out on that too. But thank you to Luke at them for uh, bringing machines out, and running them, dude. That dude is nasty on an excavator. Yeah, like straight cliff. He'll just bury his bucket at the bottom. He's he's going down it. Mm. Same going up. He didn't care. No Jeez. chance. And their sister, Black Hills Landscape, custom and commercial residential landscaping. That's Chris at six zero five three eight one. Two eight seven six. Welcome to episode six, Mike Neal. How are you doing today? Fantastic. It's a little windy and cold, but other than that, pretty good. Yeah, not bullshit. Hey, I was gonna ask, how was it with them getting their equipment to there? Um, Dusty had to hook on to them and pull them at one point. No kidding, because his transmission was <laughs> overheating. <laughs> but he said that was a truck problem. He said it was overheating on the interstate. Oh, he was gonna bring um. Two trailers. Actually, he wasn't. We told him two trailers, and one of us would tug it. But um, Luke's kind of a, I'm going to see if I can do it guy. So he had a Mini X and a skid steer on one trailer. Dang. Which is a load. That's mm-hmm. a load. But we got him in there. So they didn't have a problem getting up through the gates and stuff? Nope. That was all good? He, uh, he said he's going to get his big excavator, bring it up there. Nice. Yep. Well, good. Good deal. I worked out really good because we moved a lot of dirt. Yeah. Gage Mullman, how you doing today? Doing great. Good weekend. Yeah. Sitting in for us, Ezra Mullman. How you doing, Ezra? Uh, it's been a pretty good day so far. Yeah? Thanks for coming in. Last minute. Filling in for the Dusty Gardener. Filling in for Dusty. Dusty had to be home today. And then our guest today, 
El Presidente, Luke Bestian. What's up, guys? Um, I always announce Mike as the VP, and I didn't today. Out of oh, respect for the oh. president. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate yeah. that. If I had some presidential music, I'd play it for you. <laughs> Luke, what's your biggest pet peeve? Well, actually, Alex McPherson stole mine, so I had to come <laughs> up with a different one. And it's kind of along the same lines. It would be probably just like super disrespectful children, like kid kids that aren't like paying attention, listening, or they're just like piping off. Like, uh, it's my pet peeve. Yeah. Good. Ezra, what's your pet peeve? So Dusty stole my original one, and then Alex and Luke kind of on the same page. And then so I kind of thought of one, and it's just like when people try talking about what they don't know about. Oh, yeah. Like when they try pretending they know things and they don't. That is frustrating, for yeah. sure. It's awkward, too. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you, like, know yeah. about it and they don't, it's very awkward. Do you correct them? I'm pretty courteous. I usually do. I'm an uh, asshole. It depends. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. Uh, today, we're going to go over gear review. Today is braces. Do a little indoor recap. Some plans for AM. Super Duper Cross. The Lit Kit Contest. <laughs> <laughs> Gage's tech tip. Gage is gonna do the same one as last week. He don't. He doesn't like how he did. No, I, I screwed that one up pretty bad. <clears throat> so I'm gonna redo that one. Um, Gage's tech tips are not approved by Sarah Molman during tax season. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that mean exactly? Yeah. Um, she thinks we should not be giving out free advice to oh. anyone because they got their tax bill. <laughs> so I she's see. thinking the shop needs to ramp up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Nice thing is though, when you have to pay in, you know, you've made money that year. So I guess. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. We hope so. Yeah. Let me know. I'll start looking for different studios if I have to. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> We're good. Um, plans for SDMA slash the outdoors. And then um, we'll go over some of Luke's background. Ezra, maybe you too a little bit. We have time. We'll go over our 30-second tire poppers. If you guys don't know what those are, um, it's a 30-second rant. I time it. If it's over 30 seconds, it doesn't count, and it's invalid. And then what did we learn? Just think about that as we're doing this. Gear review. Um, Ezra, what do you wear for braces? I'm wearing the pod knee braces. Is that the only braces you wear, knee braces? Yep. You like pods? Yeah, I've liked them. So when I wrecked at that last indoor or whatever... It saved me big time. I snapped both sides and snapped Ooh, let's pieces talk about off that. the inside. Tell us how you wrecked. Um, so there's a longer <laughs> run up to the jump than I thought there was going to be. And I was kind of going to that corner, and I was like, if I case it, big deal. And so just went at it, and I was like, oh, I'm making it. And then over-revved to the last, like, two feet of the lip, and it just died down, and we are a few feet short. <laughs> that was on your 250, right? 125. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. You, you were in third gear, right? Second. It's oh. <laughs> all right. We've all came up short on a fair amount of triples, Ezra. Yeah. Most of us just don't do it front wheel first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Snapped your wrist. That was gross. Yeah, that was pretty sick. So I was like walking <laughs> off and I kind of felt my arm do something weird. And so I like looked at it and I was pointing at the ground and I was like, oh, that's oh. sick. <laughs> that's nice sick. work. <laughs> Luke, braces? Um, yeah, I wear all the braces. No, <laughs> you do? No, I don't. I don't have. I I wear knee pads. Shame on me. Not even knee braces. Nope, not even knee braces. At your and age, Luke? Hey, <laughs> what can I say? I do. I don't know. He I'm never just, has. You've never wore knee I, braces. I before. tried. I tried some kind of cheaper EVSs for like one year, um, and because they were cheap, I just hated them, and they didn't help me at all. It was terrible. 
So I am actually still wearing the original knee pads that I bought in 2005 or six. Holy smokes. Yeah. I don't have anything dirt bike related from that old. <laughs> <laughs> Getting your money's worth. Uh, yeah. My, my like bike's almost bucks. that old. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's, I don't recommend that. I would say people should wear knee braces for sure, but there's a few of us out there that don't and just keep rolling the dice. Cooper Webb doesn't. Hey, and, and you know me and Cooper Webb. It just, just about the same speed. It's, it's, it's right there. It's yeah. no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Gauge braces? Uh, I, I run pod knee braces. I like pods a lot. Um, they give good support. You know, a lot of people, I don't know, they talk bad about knee braces because they can possibly snap a femur if you break, if you crash hard enough. But I'd rather snap a femur than, than have a knee screwed up. Same. <laughs> and I can say that, and I have snapped my femur, and it was right above the knee brace. And it was not a good deal, but, man, knee surgeries, and it's a constant battle. It's, once you screw up a knee, it's never good again. Wish we could ask someone about that. I, oh, Mike Neal. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> have you ever had knee surgery, Mike Neal? Yeah, dude, it's not a good time. I can tell you that for free. Did you have braces on? Yep. Uh, originally, I was wearing um, asterisk knee braces when I tore my left ACL. Um, but I've tried them all. Pod, EVS, asterisk. Um, right now, I'm wearing Mobus knee braces. And this is my second or third set of them. But I really do like them. I like them a lot. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. I wasn't a pod guy, dude. I trashed them things so fast. They were just not for me. So I did wear a neck brace for a while. Ezra did for about a year. Yeah, I, did I was too on for little a bit. bikes. Yeah, on little bikes, yeah. And I ended up ditching that. I've never worn a wrist brace. I've never worn. I did wear a shoulder brace for a while because my shoulder is so messed up. Um, it's doing pretty good now, but my right shoulder is still not great. Did you have one of those EVS ones? Yeah, just a. Did Did that seem to help at all, or no? It helped. I know James has worn some. Just makes it feel off. tighter. It just pulls everything in. Yeah. It just kind of holds everything in the socket a little bit better. But, uh, you know, it's a lot of it's just crutches, you know. I mean, and sometimes it just reminds you that, hey, I got an injury. Yeah. I got to pay attention. But <clears throat> the knee braces are nice because you can squeeze so much harder. You can shove your knees into the bike. Um, you, you just can do a lot more. I feel invincible with them, but I feel like glass without them. So I, I just don't see how people can ride without them. Like Luke, that <laughs> blows my mind that you don't wear knee braces at all. They like turn into a helmet. Yeah. It's like you, yeah. if you forget your knee braces, you're like, I guess I'm not riding today. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like I went riding cause I had to send mine off and have them repaired. And as when I went riding and I had to come back to the shop and get knee pads cause I couldn't, I mean, it hurt to ride yeah. cause you're so used to just jamming your knees in so hard. And when you don't have them, like, no, nah, that's... You just feel work. naked. Yeah. You feel so weird. And the control you have with them, I feel. Yeah. yeah. The amount that you can squeeze the bike and really just be stable. Yeah. Chris, what about you? Pod knee braces. And then recently, I have a wrist brace. Oh, yeah? Mobius one. Mobius? And I like it a lot. Yeah? It doesn't feel restrictive? I like it or? because nothing's on your hand. Oh, like on the palm? Yep. It's on the top, and then there's like a little bracket that squeezes your wrist. And then you can set on the back with a set screw how far back you want it to go. Oh, nice. Yeah. And with your recent injury, that makes sense to wear one right now. Yeah. It helps a lot because that's what hurts my hand is when it gets overstretched one way or the other. Yeah. You don't don't want to land and have your hand Mm -mm. break break center. Honestly, you can't tell you're wearing it. Oh, really? You have no idea. Your finger doesn't feel like it's wearing a thong. 
No. Because you have to go through that little sleeve no. or whatever. They actually give you one, too, if you don't like that, where you can put it on two fingers. Oh, yeah. Two thongs. Nice. <laughs> Split the legs. <laughs> I didn't even notice I have it on. It's good shit, good shit, good shit. Indoor season. Um, What did you guys think they did better this year? I'd say tracks were, to me, more fun. Like, I think they had some really good layouts this year. Were there any where you like, this track's sketchy? No. I thought they're all really safe. Like, they had good landings, good lips. There was that one finish line that was a little bit of a booter. It was a pretty sharp mm. belly on it. Is that the one he crashed on? No, that's where all my <laughs> troubles started. <laughs> <laughs> the one before that? Yeah, yeah that sketched okay. me out mentally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the flow, like, being on the other side, not a racer, but a worker... For as many people as we ran through that building every month, I feel like the flow went pretty well, except for the race that all the injuries happened. But other than that, I feel like things went pretty smooth for yeah, the most part. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. The flow was good this year. Yeah. Um, it just seemed, I mean, I think as you do something year after year, they're learning what they should do better. And it seems like they do apply it and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Landings for sure. Used to be you'd look at those and you don't know which way on the track you're supposed to go. <laughs> but they're getting way better. Nice. Um, anything we would change? You know what I'd change, but what would you change? No, no whoops. No, whoops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I'm the other sh- way around. I'd rather have a whole oh, section whatever. From door Dude, to door. Where's your mic? I'm gonna mute it. <laughs> every, every month they should have a long yeah. set. <laughs> I'd be down for like a nice outdoor track, like some rollers, nice yeah. singles of tabletop. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> the way an outdoor track should be. Then I'd come race again. So Chris doesn't believe me about shifting up and holding it open but i mean as and i've talked about it quite a bit yeah i i'm a gear up, up or two even like depends on the bike i'm a gear down or three <laughs> <laughs> i wish there was one lower than first like it's, a like a low speed for what it's probably because you have your bars so freaking far advanced oh my gosh <laughs> there's absolutely no way you have any control mike you're five foot tall that's ezra's okay. taller than you and has his bars rolled back no he doesn't you. yeah i run a negative two oh. suck it chris i run you're a negative two and a half you're at positive four if they're oh even my gosh that. i know they go to three but all right well if we're gonna go there <laughs> ezra actually rode my bike and rolled my bars back where I was like, okay, this isn't comfortable because it felt like it was almost like lawn horning, you know, like where it's coming down. Yeah. And so I, I rolled them up, a, you know, probably. I felt I, like I'm about negative half. I felt like I was on a pit bike on Mike's bike. Like my hands were sitting on my legs. I've always thought that too <laughs> when I ride Mike's bikes, but I run my bars pretty far forward too because everybody's that I get on, I'm like, ah, it's too much in my lap. Yeah. So. See, I rode Mike's bike and it wasn't bad to me. Yeah, I would roll them forward a touch, but not much. But his Suzuki is obviously a lot different than a 252 stroke. So that's because. I rode Mike's bike in Gillette and fell in love with oh, that thing. No. He looked good on it. He was faster for sure. Do you want pros? <laughs> do you want pros and cons? Let's hear it. I've done let's, a lot of thinking. Yeah, Which one go. do you want first? Let's hear all the cons. Well, the cons, all the cons, cons take first. a couple okay. minutes. Uh, Chris's setup. Uh, bars were too far forward. Clutch lever was way too far down. I don't know how you use that thing. I had I had to put it down. I had to move it down for me to squeeze it. Oh, that's right. Because of my you, wrist. Yeah, you yeah. did tell me yeah. that. So I'll, I'll give you a. I'll give you a little space. On yeah, that. like any little pitch. <laughs> like I had to have it completely straight from my hand. Um, pros or cons? Pros? Well, it, start with cons. You start with cons. Start with cons? Yeah. Okay. The bike doesn't steer. You're talking about mine? RMZ. The Suzuki. It's got to be. What? Why? Dude, it, that thing's explain. a quarter in no. machine. <laughs> you don't no, steer. No, 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 no. <laughs> the KTM follows you through the corner. 
Oh, yeah. You tip it over. Wherever you're looking, the bike follows you. You have to freaking point a Suzuki. It's like the fender <laughs> is like a little laser, and you got to tell it where to go. Like, you have to point it where you want it to go. It will not follow you. You just use your eyes, and it goes right there. Um, I'm going to agree with him on that one, though. Like, when I rode your bike, I did know it was a little, like... Got to be more in control of your. Corner it won't follow you. To it. it doesn't. It's like it's not that it's fighting you. It just won't follow you. Hmm. I don't know how to explain that any different. Well, I haven't rode Mike Suzuki, but that's one thing Suzuki's are always known for is their cornering. Oh, bro! You need to get on. I haven't. A, I haven't rode it. So I, I came know. into the first corner on Chris's bike, and I missed every single line and ended up on the outside of the track. I was like, <laughs> "Well, this is where we're going. going. I have to go way that's slower." Because you're, you, you're used to steering with your fender. <laughs> Um, con number two, you have to shift it like a two-stroke. I fixed that. I put a. It has good power, but it runs out super fast. No over rev. I didn't over rev. It's not my bike. I over rev the shit out of that thing all the time. <laughs> but it's yeah. like good power, good power, power's gone. Hmm. Got to shift it fast. Um, it's yellow. <laughs> Your ass end needs to be tighter. I don't know how you don't That's have it tighter. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. I don't know. <laughs> um, pros, it's got good power. To about half as much as a KTM. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only pro I had for your bike was it had e-start. <laughs> oh. Dude, he hated... Did you even like Dusty's? No, I didn't. He didn't like any of them. I did not. He's like, this thing steers too nice. It revs for way too long. The suspension is way too cushy. No, no chance. I'll stick with RM Army. <laughs> you can have it. You guys can have your Holy shows shit. over there. I didn't even kick it, Gage. I rolled it down a hill. <laughs> Well, right now you're talking to three guys that have all two strokes. So yeah, yeah we don't even know what a it's basically the is. same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> kick lever is the same. You got to shift it the same. Luke was an RM guy for a long time. He oh, knows yeah. how good they handle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked. I don't know. I like my 2014 kind of. But kind of. <laughs> no, I don't know. I had an old RM250 that I really, really liked, and that's kind of what made me fall in love with Suzuki for the longest time. But boy, once I got on a Yamaha. Not, not even close. Just a changed man over there. Yep. Did sorry. you have air filter tear-offs too? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. But that was before I raced. Luke I watched anything. that struggle unfold that yeah. whole year, yep. dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's no way. Like, how could that filter be dirty already? Like, it was insane. I'd never seen anything like it. It was like he had a scoop off the ground that just went into his airbox. <laughs> we weird. never could figure it, it out. It's so weird. Yeah, because we even tried taping that up and everything. I oh, can't yeah. believe you didn't like my bike. can't believe you didn't like mine. No. You said a Suzuki didn't corner. It doesn't. It might corner. It doesn't corner like my bike. No, it doesn't. They are too. Not that I'm good at corner. Machines. It's just way different. It's mm. very, it feels like it's very front end dependent. Yeah, I guess I don't really know. I feel like I ride on the back of a bike quite a bit, but I don't know. Either. We're just different styles. What do you, Mike, what do you think about the power of your bike? It's kind of funny that Chris said that it the power signs off early and everything that you ride, you just ride right at the top. Like, yeah, usually. it definitely did um, stock. It definitely did sign off very quick. Okay. It needed something. Uh, I put a slip-on on, um, and that actually woke it up quite a bit. And then the the more aggressive map, too. I put that one on versus the stock one, and that, that helps quite a bit. Ooh, another pro. That thing barks. What the noise coming out of that bike. <laughs> it is loud. That thing barks, dude. And I thought it was because the packing in that pipe was all gone, and we took the, the pipe apart, and the packing was pretty new. Yeah. And... Changed it just as loud. No, it's that like thing barks. All that raw. It's like a Honda Civic. Right you hear it before you see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You guys got anything left on indoors? Hmm. 
No, they did a good job. It was good. What do you guys predict for next year? Is it going to oh, be man. bigger and bigger and bigger? Or is it going to kind of plateau where we're at? I feel here? like if those borders open up, man, get all those Canadians oh, down yeah. here, we're going to be over 500 people. I know. They're going to have to do something different, I'm sure. But we'll see. I mean, or it's just going to be really long days. Yeah. yeah. Really. Earlier days, later Early days. Yeah, have to start later. a shorter break. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even LCQs went to, what, four or five? Oh, man. There was, there was two races I didn't even leave the building. Because we were just doing LCQs, and then it's like, oh, you have a half hour, so you might as well just stay. Mm. How many beers can you drink in a half hour? Mm, I'd say six. (laughs) (laughs) Safely. (laughs) (laughs) Which one's my righteous button? We haven't been in here so long. I don't know. Yeah, we're not Um, not using your buttons. Hell yeah. How many beers can you drink in a half hour? Literally a quarter of one. (laughs) You might as well put put a freaking nipple on it. Um, A&M. Ramp plans. I don't know if I want to go over that. We're trying to get a ramp. We have one lined out. We just have to go get it. It's in Colorado. It's on well, It's on wheels. Only thing about that is I'd almost lock it up and give people with the right amount of experience the key because I feel people are going to really try to test themselves on yeah. that. And that might not be. We're not going to leave it open yeah, to hit. That's what I was. We we're going to put a tube across it with a lock yep. chain because I don't want anyone getting hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Water trailer. Um, um, I've changed my mind on this about six or seven times because I don't know shit about water pumps. <laughs> but I think I got it figured out now. Um, we were talking the other day. Um, so do the trash pumps have a pressure relief? Not that I know of. Luke, that's a good question for you. Yeah, what do you mean by pressure relief? Though? Like if if I plug the outlet of a trash pump, is it going to grenade? No, not. I mean, not. If you ran it for a really long time like that, yeah, probably. But trash pumps are literally very indestructible that's yeah. kind of and they're they're a low pressure pump anyways they're high volume low pressure right from what i read on the internet it won't build enough pressure in there since it's it's yeah, not like can, a pump like we think of it's like right makes water spin to come out right so it won't build enough pressure to grenade itself right but best bet would be to put some kind of a recirc or bypass to where it just comes right off the pump head and back into the tank um if you shut a valve and it goes that way or something, I mean, it kind of depends on how you set that up, but that will give you more life out of it. Cause if you, even if you sit there and deadhead a pump for a couple of minutes, it's not good on them. Yeah. Overheat. Overheat. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah. We, we use a trash pump out of work all the time and, and man, we haven't had any issues with it at all. Yeah. And, and yeah, you probably would be fine with that style. He's of just pump. thinking like if he's spraying and then has to shut the valve off and then go to another section, open that one up. <laughs> Oh yeah, you should be fine, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would think as long so, as yeah. there's water going. I, mean, I can to leave it. it. I can leave it cracked a little bit, so yeah. it's not they, they dead make a, headed. They make a pressure, like a literally a device that will just once it hits a certain amount of pressure, it'll release water. But either way, you probably won't need anything like that if you're using a trash pump. I just wing it. Go for it. Try it. Sick. I'm all about winging it. Going for it. <laughs> um, and then we did a bunch of work at A&M this weekend. I heard about that. What the second double's gone. So is the first one. <laughs> you better tell people where though. Like where at on the track? The double double. Yeah, but there's two double doubles. Well, there used to be. Everybody knows. Everybody uh, knows the double double, Mike. Right. Well, I guess. Screw you, Mike. Um, <laughs> and your ideas. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> so Ezra actually got to ride it today, even though Ezra was our test dude. Not even supposed to be riding. <laughs> Cleared yet. by the doctor, huh? <laughs> nice work. <laughs> <laughs> Cleared by Doctor Chris. <laughs> he rolls up. He's like, "Give me a thumbs up when it's good to hit." And like, it was not good to hit. And Michael Rogie's like. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of belly in it at first, but it wasn't bad. And then it slowly, slowly got better as you guys worked on it. And now I'd say it's perfect. 
So basically, the first double, the takeoff's still on it, but it's kind of a long, flat landing to throw you into the second one. And the second one is the takeoff, maybe maybe a 10-foot gap, Ezra, maybe, uh, not even, even that. I'd say 8-foot, because, I mean, I was first gear, and you could just lob over it like nothing. You'd really have to screw up to yeah. mess that up. Yeah, and even I cased it once on purpose. This is how it would be, and it wasn't even bad. And then there's probably, what, 45 foot of table? Yeah, because it's 65 feet overall. He peak to peak. It. Yeah. Yep. So. Nice, and then, little, nice little learner jump for people to start jumping yeah, a little it's, further. Yeah, it's pretty further. safe. It's good to learn on. I put a long landing on it. Yeah, you can overshoot that thing by a ways. You got a lot, of, a lot to play with. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah, nice. So you can land out there like 80 feet or something. Yeah. And then, Dude, I'll bet you could land 80 feet and be just fine. As long as you make the corner. <laughs> yeah. So we did a lot of that. Thanks again to Luke at Precision Excavation. That was really cool of them to bring all that up there. And that little tabletop you guys added. Oh, yeah. Right as you come down into that side, there's a sweeper on the left. And right about as you get straight, what, 35 foot? Yeah, maybe? it wasn't that big. But it was fun. It was a nice little Table. scrub jump. Yep. Nice little poppy. You get to soak it all up right for that corner. Should talk to Mike about getting rid of those whoops, those uphill whoops, bro. Making two doubles out of them. That'd be sweet. Yeah, like that would be cool. Yeah, towards up. the end, that yeah. we're gonna step up and land on top. That would be cool. That'd be a yeah. good, good change. You wanna do that, Mike? Yeah, I'll put it on my list. You yeah. could even do like you could keep a few rollers there, but then a little bit of a gap and then a face to where you could step up or something. What else is on the list? Is after you know where that sandy corner is down there. Before the yes, up? no, before, before the, the double, double double, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So that'll go away. The track will go to the left and loop around further down, and there'll be another jump. So it'll be double your little speed double than this triple we put in. So it'll be three. Mm. So that's the next project. That'll be sweet, yeah. And then you guys are building a super cross, and then eventually track. we're gonna punch in a super cross track. You might get the Grables to help us with that, so it's a little indoor ish, yeah. We we moved a lot of dirt this weekend. Yeah, I mean that thing's freaking like you got that tabletop tall. It's yeah, big, it's nice. big, dude. It's Good. cool. So that's what we're doing. Cool. So is that something you guys took from IMI or like the, the concept? Idea. The concept. It's just it's a lot more outdoory than it is a double double section. Because if we're gonna punch in a supercross, we're gonna try to keep the other one outdoor. And the idea is, and we didn't do this kind of so people could learn a lot of outdoor triples. You jump, and then it's dished for you to double, and then you can trip all the way over, but we left it flat. So it's if just, you're trying to get over it, you don't hit a knuckle mm-hmm. and yeah. bounce down the hill. Right. Yeah. It's it's really good to learn on. It doesn't need to be a triple for a practice track or nope. anything like Definitely. that. You yeah, know? Exactly. No. As long as the, the distance is there, then that's right. what people need to get comfortable it's with. It's amazing how many people crashed hard on that double double we watched a lot of them i don't know what it was i don't know why it was so deceiving for some people but man they just wouldn't i don't know when i was making that landing too i just thought about all the times that i missed that landing you jump and like watch the landing go by your bike and you're like oh we're gonna land flat so i made it super long the table's super long on top so it's good to learn on nice you get used to being in the air that long if you're not that's good and i'd say it's easy to judge like that lip's very predictable right yeah, that's what it needs to be out there, not stuff to get people hurt. Freaking Ezra got on it, dude. <laughs> we didn't clear that. We built the lip up so much that it was like right next to branches. Oh. <laughs> and he's just hitting and I'm like, do you let me get these branches out of the way before you stab yourself? <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Good. Yeah, nice job. Cool. 
Uh, Super Duper Cross. Did you guys watch Atlanta? I didn't watch it. I did. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Ezra's out. <laughs> Mike, let's yeah. talk about it. Mike doesn't even want to talk about it. So, Dude, my fantasy team <sighs> shit the bed pretty hard on that one. Did it? <laughs> yeah. I had Dean Wilson, who d- did not make a main event. and Sean You didn't? Can- nope. And Sean no. Cantrell, who also did not make the main event. So that was handy. Who won? Uh, Eli Tomac. Yeah. Chase Sexton should have won that race. Won it. He got hosed by a lapper. Kate Clayson. Yeah, Clayson of all Ooh, people. He's got to be the most hated man on the internet today. Well, at least the most hated by Sexton. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, all of Team Honda. <laughs> yeah, there you go, all of Team Honda, yeah. right? Yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah, that does suck. Um, I wrote this did, bef- before Supercross. What? Before we get too far, did I did not see any blue flags when that was going down. Did you? I can't remember for sure. I mean, there were some blue flags, but not at that specific moment that I can remember. And it was weird, like... I don't know. I mean, obviously, Clay wouldn't have done that. Or, on, on purpose, purpose. no. No. And so that, he was in a rut, too. So, yeah. Cade couldn't really have gotten out of that. Right. But, so, that kind of sucks. And then Sexton rolled that double afterwards. Yeah, I think he just so flustered. He yeah. was just like, oh, Mentally. my God, is this happening to me right now? Just, and he just lost it and stuff. So, well, yeah. That I, sucks, too, when you have Tomac behind you, too. You know that guy's a hammer. Like, yeah. he's not going to let you have yeah, it. You know? I mean, he yeah. could have still gotten passed even without that happening. Yeah. It was that close. Because so. I was going to say, I saw a video of that and. Tomac was definitely on him, and he if he wouldn't have got that, he could have put him up the next corner, it looked like. He was just so close. Yeah. yeah. And then another thing is, is Chexton, like, is it Sexton? Sexton? Sexton's um, line choice was, I to me, very poor on that decision. Yeah. Because, like you said, I didn't see any blue fakes when I watched the video of it. I saw it on Instagram. And I was like, oh, that's kind of iffy, you know, on their part. But then another thing was just his line choice to me is, it's like, he should have been thinking. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He was too close to Cade to be on the outside of him, really. You yeah. know, like if you're going to go outside, you might as well go outside and rail the damn corner, right. you know, not try to tuck in right next to the guy you're trying to pass on the outside. That's not going to work. No. Yeah, it was weird. It was just. I do think things. you're right, though. I think mentally he just exploded right there. Like yeah. just yep. kind of forgot everything think, that was going on. I think and even going into that corner, once he realized what was happening as they were making that turn, he was like, I'm in the bad spot. I'm not in a rut. I'm not even going to make this little double. And then, yeah, just like wheels came off. Yeah. Well, I was, I was, oh, go ahead, Gage. I was going to say, unfortunately, Webb extends his lead. Yeah, yeah. that does kind of <laughs> suck. What'd Webb get? Third. Third. Third What'd right, Kenny yeah. get? Uh, oh, ninth or something. What? He did not good. Uh oh. He was running in ninth for a while. I don't know where he finished exactly, I guess. Yeah, I think he got up a little bit from that, but it wasn't much. It's a bad start coming back from a break. Yeah. I was, I was a, uh, a little excited to watch a full, full on mud race. For Supercross, yeah. a little bit, you know, right? Like especially after qualifying, and you already knew it was muddy. Like, well, it might as well just let the floodgates out and be muddy, you know? Yeah. So I was kind of bummed that the track kind of dried out a it little bit. It did dry out a lot for the main. Yeah. Way more way than better. I thought it was gonna for yeah. sure. That yeah. was well. So Atlanta races have always been indoors, haven't they? I think like that red clay that they race on that they say is really good. Yeah. It, it does not do well with water apparently, like that much water because that like they look like they're riding on like bentonite or something. Yeah. I mean, so you've been slippery. to Sturgis, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So there yeah. you go. All right. Good. Good job. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Way to put it all together for me there. Barsha had a heat race going though. He was gone. Yeah. Tell he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened with that? Because I was thinking, where's Barsha with it being a motor? Um. It was in his heat race or whatever. He had a huge lead, like six seconds. Let's see if I remember this right. He kind of got a little cross-rutted, right, off of one of the jumps. And then when he landed off of that one, he was all unsettled, and that bike just ripped out from underneath him. Yeah. It was like, like off a single, and he got a little yep. squirrely, and then hit a double. 
and then back wheeled it and then it pulled the bike out of his hands and then the bike hit and then he like crushed on top of the bike and then <laughs> he ended yeah. up getting stitches. Really? Yep. And he had his face Blood all stitched up. I don't know what happened. Uh, it looked more like a handlebar oh, or anything. Really? Yeah. yeah. Sure. I think it kind of hit It was face. kind of a scary crash. Yeah. yeah. It looked weird, yeah. Yep. The way it like ripped out of his hands and stuff. I thought but. for sure he got jousted by his bar right in the chest, but somehow it got his face. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised to see that he got 10th overall. In the main or whatever? Yeah, right behind Kenny. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that must have shook so him up pretty good. Get ninth. He got ninth. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I thought he got up farther. It's not good. Know, like in the main event, remember? Did you see where Kyle Chisholm was like leading Roxon around and like faster through the whoops and stuff? Well, I guess yeah. I did, yeah, I did, yeah. Really on in the really? Yeah, you dude. can see Kenny was super tentative, just like, chizzing on him. Oh yeah, chiz was <laughs> chiz is gonna chiz, <laughs> bro. <laughs> first, first three laps, he was like eighth place. I was like, oh my god. How about Kyle Chisholm, fifteenth place last night? Like, yeah, he, last night. That's that's a damn good ride for a privateer, dude. Well, definitely, yeah. yeah. And he had he was right up there at the front off the start, and then he rode eighth for I think it was like two three laps. Um, and then he got ate up by a few guys, but he was he was riding good. It was just impressive. A, just a veteran, just I, I just, just a badass. I love seeing all these guys. He's a workhorse. All these guys up in their mid thirties that Hell are just yeah. killing it. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Mike, do you know what the points lead is? Uh, I could probably tell you right now. Yeah, I look, up look, here. look it up. Our question is: Does Eli even have a chance? No, no, Eli's done. Was there uh, four, four more, four, four more? Yeah, yeah. Four. So uh, basically, we're looking at Cooper Webb. Yeah, yeah. The 2021 Cooper, champion. Cooper's got 296. Um, second place has got 274, which, which is, is still Kenny. Yep. And then Tomac is at 260, so he's way back. There's 36 points back. Yeah, that ain't going to happen unless Webb, Webb has some DNFs or something. Yeah, yeah, Tomac does no. some more winning. <clears throat> no. It is good for Tomac to get another win this year, though. Like, Yeah, uh, for sure. I bet he gets a couple more still. <laughs> yeah, while we're at Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe not in Salt Lake, but then I bet he does good outdoors. That's what I was going to say. If that. his heart's in it, yeah. That dude's an animal in the outdoors. Yep. Yeah. How about uh, old Cameron McAdoo? Oh, man, when he crashed over that oh, freaking yeah. tabletop. Just over under thing yeah <laughs> what would you do though i mean yeah I, I i was surprised he got up still made it to the main event in that heat race though with his bars yeah. being so jacked that bar on the left side was bent bad yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so funny to watch like a supercross and see bikes come out from underneath the guys that fast just because of the traction and it's just i mean that red dirt when it gets wet just like you said with sturgis and stuff same yeah way. he like surfed his bike over <laughs> yeah it's just like you, it's so weird to see these guys just like boom bike's gone yeah who was that that was right behind him was it Justin Cooper? Yeah, Cooper was trying Could to. Could you make imagine a pass. watching that? Like, oh man, we're both gonna yeah, die. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's yeah. no chance. And then Cooper wad- wadded himself up in the main event, right? That was in the main. Uh, no, heat. It was a heat race when he, he when okay. he dumped it, but he yeah. he no, he got second place. He could have crashed in the main. I mean, there's a lot of people making mistakes and stuff, but. Dude, Nate Thrasher, like, he didn't even look like he was riding the same track out there. He was blitzing all the whoops. Yeah. It was like, Who was that guy? Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, crazy. He wasn't even making main events two races ago. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he went from ninth place was his best finish to winning. Yeah. Crazy. And I had him. And I deleted (laughs) him off. Same thing. I had him on my Thursday team or whatever that I make. Um and then, of course, qualifying, which qualifying was terrible to even get any kind of judgment off of because they got one little practice and everybody was all over the place. But I swapped uh, Chase Sexton out for Max Anstey. That, uh, was, that was a bad move. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> well, that leads me to my next question. Are you cheating at fantasy, Luke? Well, I was doing great until you guys jinxed me. Like, I had a 120-some point lead on second place, and then that very next race after you get after you said that I was cheating or I had to cheat for the game or whatever, <laughs> 
I scored like 130 points. I oh, lost, yeah. Welcome to the club. I, I lost 105 points in that one race to Drew Odlin. And yeah. Drew's, we need to start Drew's talking about it. Drew Odlin and slow him it. down a little bit. He <laughs> is. Yeah. He, he hit me up earlier this indoor season. He wanted to do like a little side $5 bet thing. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll for sure beat you, Drew. No problem. And right. now he's working us. Well, he's going to be working us. Right. It, I mean, it's so much luck. I mean, as long as you pick like a reasonably decent team and there's usually four or five different options you can go with. It's all luck from that point on. And Mike has none. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. Say, my, my advice moving forward is ask Mike who he picks and then don't pick them. Yeah, just avoid my team. Like, the Bro, I don't know. I have yet to get eight people in a, in a main. It's been rough this year. I've had a lot of not eight. People. Yeah. Tell you old Wilson can't do it. That's for sure. <laughs> God, I couldn't believe he still, I still can't believe he didn't make the main last night. His qualifying was good too. He had good qualifying. Oh, yeah. Fourth. He qualified fourth. Yeah. And then didn't make the main. Uh, he, I mean, he did just have some bad luck and all that stuff. It's not like he was riding that bad. He no. crashed twice in the LCQ. Yeah. When he gets like, that slippery, it's just, yeah. it's, it's a crap the dice. Sheet, but you see, a guy with that kind of experience and that he's a veteran in the sport. It's not like he's a newbie. You just think that he'd be able to pull it through, but. Things happen. Not everybody's a Kyle Chisholm. <laughs> yeah, that's right, dude. Cheese is going to cheese whether you like it or not. Gage seen me go full on saw. Moto Nerd. Oh, dang. Gage saw me go all Moto Nerd yesterday when we were picking our fantasy teams. Like, you know, I was doing the whole, not the spreadsheet, but the, the live timing and all that stuff. And Gage would, like, say a guy, and I'd tell him everything I knew about him. Like, I don't know. It was kind of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. I was trying to go all European dudes. Yeah. Because they're good in the mud. Right. I had An- and Anstey. Anstey was in a great spot, started up for, I mean, he was like fifth or sixth, I think. <sighs> who did he get tangled with? I oh, can't guess. Who, who does everybody get tangled with? <laughs> Barsha? Freeze. Oh. Freeze. Oh, freeze. Good job, Chris. That's, you win. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You should hit Freaking your, dork. You should hit one of your buttons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this one. Nope. nope. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened. It could have been. Not Freeze's fault, but it's just funny how many times that guy winds up in the ground with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. What was crazy to me is watching how many guys, you know, unintentionally cross jumping and almost landing on other guys and how many close calls yeah. there were that mm-hmm. were extremely scary close. It was like freaky to watch almost. Yeah. That- and, and how it pulled out most of the time. Even when Kenny got squirrely, you know, I thought for sure someone's going to land on him because he was all over the place. And I was like, man, someone's going to crush him. Did you guys notice how big that double was before the finish line too? Yeah, weird Holy jumps. smokes, that thing was – it just seemed massive. It could have been just camera angle, but that thing seemed like a booter, especially yeah. at a mud race. Yeah, like, the whole oh, track, smokes. like the way that – I mean, obviously the layout and stuff like Daytona, but as long as it was. And then, yeah, they just went like huge jumps. It seemed yeah. like to me for sure. Like I've never seen so many guys flat land off big jumps. Like they must have been hard to judge or something. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because they're talking about Atlanta all week, and they're like, it's not going to be like Daytona. It's not. It's red dirt, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we'll just make it longer than Daytona. Yeah. How's that? Right. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, they kept it super crossy. Like, everything was peaked and yeah. hard, but just weird. I don't know. Hopefully, it's dry on Tuesday so we get to see kind of yeah. what it's actually going to should be like. Right. Will you do my team for me, Luke? Um, I think you better hit up Drew. Just send me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I gotta get Drew's number. Just and send I'm, me what you have. All right, I'll do it. Um, you guys wanna go eat? Food's here. Sure. Yeah, sounds good. All right, we'll go eat. Then we'll come back. We'll do the lit kit contest, which Mike's freaking screwed in, but he doesn't think he is. Oh, that one that you're gonna lose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah, you came in the shop and told me about it. Thank you.
Uh oh. <laughs> Didn't last long. Closed YouTube. <laughs> I am what I am, and that's all that I am. I am what I am. I'm a hooligan. I am what I am, and that's all that I am. I am Welcome back. So on the beginning, that was Josh Little's song. Look, I'm, I'm, I think that's how you say his last name. Look, look, little, little. I like the song from um, Raha's first Real Moto edit. White Trash Renegade. Yep, yeah. I do like that. Ezra just knew that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> same guy, same dude. Yeah. Uh, Lit Kit Contest. Yeah. Chris and Dusty are going to get all right, so basically what's happening, Mike Neal just got his bike redone. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? Uh, typical graphics, plastic, sprocket, chain, um, what else, Gage? Repack the silencer, just kind of get it ready for outdoors. Grips. Grips, yeah. So basically, he just got his done. Dusty did pretty much the same thing to his bike. So what we'll do is I'll do photos for Dusty's bike, photo. And Static will do photo for uh, Mike's bike, and then we'll have a probably a vote on Instagram and see who wins. I like our odds because we have a superior bike and photographer, so timeout <laughs> should do pretty good. <laughs> timeout throws the trash right off. The if bat. you voted for the winning team, we'll sele- okay. We'll select one person that voted from the winning team and give you a hat. So if Mike's bike wins and you're the person we select, you get a Static hat. Dusty's bike wins. You get a flat tire factory hat. I like that. Cool. That that's neat that's how we'll do that. Um, Mike, excuse my French. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Dusty's bike yeah. since it's been redone. One. It's, first off, mint. it's the wrong color. Mint. Yeah, there's no other red KTMs. That's yeah, the you only gotta, one. K- KTMs are so ugly, you have to change them red. That's, no. the, that's the thing that I got Two, off of Dusty's bike. He just had all black wheels put on it. Everything's black. Nice. Everything. And you have chromies? No, I have black wheels. Says you got yellow hubs. Yeah, yellow wish. wheels. Nope. You're screwed. <laughs> All right, so I haven't seen Dusty's bike, but I have one question: Did he do the faded out numbers again, um, or are they like numbers you can see? <laughs> no, you can see them. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're cool. You got an outline. They're a light gray this time. Okay, as long yeah. as they stand, you can see them. Yeah, you I can just, read them. I, yeah. A lot of guys do that, and I personally, being a racer, think that it's just I don't know. It's not as cool to me, and I've scored a lot of races too, and it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> whatever luke <laughs> hating on it no i think that it's gonna be good i have I mean, not seen your bike since you redid it you want to send me a picture good you don't need it you don't need to see it all right luke's seen it gage's seen it Looks saw good. it seen it dude you're screwed you've seen dusty's bike right ezra yeah it's pretty have you seen mike's yeah i've seen dusty's too wasn't, here's wasn't that impressed here's the thing it's stacked both ways it is. You have a really big advantage because Zach gets to do your photo. That's right. And I don't... He'll freaking get some photo from the bushes that looks like it should be sold on the internet. Yep. <laughs> so you're good there. So The bad part is it's your freaking highlighter clapped out Suzuki. What's wrong with that? It's, it looks like shit compared you, to this <laughs> black and red KTM. <laughs> I get to photograph Dusty's bike. Yeah. So there's Dusty's downfall. No, that's his downfall. <laughs> the plus is the bike. That probably makes it more fair, though. That's that is, probably just an equal playing field. Give a better photographer to Mike's bike, and then Dusty has the better bike. So yeah, mm. all right. We'll see. We'll see. What we'll happens. see. I was pretty pretty pumped with Dusty. We went riding last weekend. Um, 
Dude, his whips are really good. Yeah, they're they're kind of nasty. Like I've thrown a lot of whips in my day, and you know I seen him throwing them, and I hopped hopped in with him, and I started throwing some whips too, and I, he's got me covered. See, I didn't know either because I was talking to Zach about it. Is it like just a photo of the bike? Is it a photo of you guys doing something on the bike? See, I think we should do both. Get it like a creative in different background, you know, for the pictures of just the bike, and then do some with Dusty and I actually riding them. Okay. Too. Because the other day I was standing in front of him. He's jumping towards me doing a whip, and I could read his number plates on the side. Nice. And I was like, oh, shit, Mike's fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the lens you need to take a photo of someone doing a whip, Mm -hmm. not that Zach can't do it, but he he borrows the lens from me. Oh. Like when he goes to Houston, and he's got my lens right now. Nice. Yeah. That sucks that they weren't able to do that freestyle show because they're in. Oh, in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Did it get canceled? I would assume so. Zach sent me a Snapchat of it just raining on the ramp. So Yeah, they probably don't like that. Probably not. So, Dude, I bet that airbag is sketchy to land on when there's even yeah, one raindrop on I'm it. I'm sure. No chance. <laughs> You're screwed. Yeah, let me know what second place feels like. Yeah. <laughs> so vote carefully if you're voting. Um, there's a hat on the line, and we both run branded Bill's hats, so they'll be nice hats. I want to, never mind, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you, you'll find out. Gage. Yo. Gage's tech tip. Yep. Are you ready? I'm going to try to do much better this time. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go back over suspension again. Okay. I, I just totally bombed the last one. Hold on, let me do your intro. Gage's tech tip. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, boys. <laughs> All right. So, I I generally have a hard time speaking in front of crowds. Mike knows this. I was trying to speak at his wedding, and I just totally bombed. Mailed Dude, how it. did oh, that go? That. That's it was right. bad. I mean, yeah. Luke does well in front of crowds. Mike and Chris both do really well. I mean, you guys speak very well on this kind of stuff. I, I struggle. I'm, I'm totally going to admit that. That's all right. It it do, it I, definitely does take some getting used to for sure. And I think this podcast has been good for me. Yeah. To get out more and and you know talk, I can talk to four or five guys in the shop, no problem. Even at the SDMA banquets, I stand in front of a crowd and it's like choke. Yeah. <laughs> you know the one year though, like you in uh, Deadwood or whatever, you you are gonna read a speech and you like roll out this scroll of paper that's like 10 feet long. Yeah, that was hilarious. It went so over funny. the podium and down <laughs> and then out and Into then down the on the ground. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he acts like he's going to start reading it and then he says like 10 words or whatever it was. Or I mean, you, you talked for a minute and stuff. It was good, but... Yeah, that was something to kind of help break the ice for yep. me because I do really bad talking in front of people. So um, I, I'm sorry if I struggle on this stuff sometimes. And if you guys ever want to come in and talk to me about stuff, obviously I do a lot better in person than I do on this stuff. But um, it's funny that you say that because I'll tell Kelsey, I'll be like, I got to go grab, drop something off at Gage's really fast. She's like, okay, I'll see you in two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see you next week, man. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone ever comes in and they need to get in and out, just say, hey, man, I got, I'm on a schedule. Like, I, I mean, I'm okay to let you come and go, but. I enjoy talking with people and I enjoy, you know, the whole motocross experience talking, you know, helping people find what they need. Obviously, you know, that's what I do. You can learn a lot just hanging out at a dirt bike shop too. I mean, that's how I pretty much learned everything that I found out about dirt bikes was hanging out here, you know. And that's the thing, when you work on so many bikes, you find out 
why all these bikes are failing. I mean, you see it over and over and over, and a lot of times it's the same. You know, generally air filters. <laughs> yeah. I hate hearing that because I'm so bad at changing my... <laughs> well, as long as you oil them well, that's, that's a huge I do problem. oil it well. That's good. I mean... We've gone over that before, but I like start it in my garage. I'm like, oh, started. <laughs> <laughs> KTM thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need much filtration. It's not bogging. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, I've always struggled talking in front of people. So I get on this and a lot of times I lose my train of thought. I'm gonna try to do way better on this stuff. Um so I actually wrote a lot of stuff down. Uh, you know, eventually I hope where I just get down to bullet points where I can just go through and just so I don't lose my train of thought on this stuff. But anyway. I'm glad that you guys are always here to fill in. Yeah. What if, what if there was this big preamble to this Gage's tech tip and he shits the bed again? Nah. Nah. There's always next time. There's always next time. I'll try better. I'll tr- keep trying to do better. But anyway, back to suspension. Um, you know, Bones Bacon once said that uh, on riding Villapoto's practice bike, after 20 hours, he took that thing apart and there was no reusable parts because... He was so hard on his stuff. And this is his practice bike. In the forks and the shock or just one or the other? For, for the forks. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, he said that the shims weren't reusable. Every, everything was, from the shims to the stanchions, everything was shot. Um, and it wasn't just because of the length of stroke, it was the speed of the stroke because he was so aggressive and how hard he'd charge into things. It would bend the shim stacks. It was wearing out the pull rod, all, you know, just really hard on all the suspension um you know for us mere mortals <laughs> we're not quite that hard on stuff and really if you change your fluid a couple times a year you're going to be good it's going to be very consistent it's going to react the same um we did we did my stock oil in my bike at like 12 hours um i'm up to 30 now so am i looking at time to do it again or do i still have a little bit you're getting close you know it'd be good to and it's just so it's consistent, and then it also doesn't wear the internal parts because as more contaminants are entered into there because of the wear, it's going to accelerate the wear on all the other parts. We did my stock oil at 84 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, KTM! <laughs> I, I also maxed out Yamaha's lifespan. That a kid? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Get your fork oil yeah, changed. Definitely. But... A lot of times when you do your forks, it's a good time to do your headset bearings. If they feel notchy at all, especially when you get the forks off, you can feel a lot better what's going on there because um, <clears throat> everything's so light. Uh, it's a good time to tighten your headset bearings down, and then if they feel notchy, you just got to replace them. There, there's really no way if they feel notchy, they're just done. But uh, if they don't feel notchy, it's a good time to take them apart, throw some grease in there, especially that lower bearing. If any water enters, that's where it sets so those bearings fail pretty quick. You guys ever had steering stem bearings go out? It's weird. It gets bad. Like your your bars get really hard to turn. I've only had a, one bike do it, but it's weird. Yeah. And anytime you do the rear shock, it's a good time Ooh. to do the rear linkage bearings. Grease them up, you know, from the swing arm all the way to linkage, upper and lower shock bearing. Um, I talked a little bit last time about if there's rust in there. If there's... I'm, I'm talking like micro bits of rust. A lot of times you can take the bearings out, clean them, put it back together. It's going to be fine. If there's any significant rust at all, you just got to replace them. Like that's not a, not a thing. Yeah. 
Um, if there's a little bit dry or slight amount of rust, a lot of times you can take the bearings out, clean the housings, look for any cracks or anything, because a lot of times the, the outer race, um, because of side loads, they, they can fracture. So you want to inspect everything. If everything looks in good repair, obviously just re-grease it. I use molly in the rear. Um, a molly paste works really well. It doesn't wash out near as fast. In the headset and wheel bearings and stuff, you can use any wheel bearing grease. But in the... That stuff that Maxima sells? Is that yeah. molly grease? Yep. Yeah. No, the stuff that Maxima sells is good for the headset and wheel bearings, all that kind of stuff. But the molly, you want to get... Honda sells one, and uh, Yamaha has one that's a molly paste. And it just, it's that black, real black grease. It's almost like uh, anises. It gets, really, sure. gets on everything and doesn't come off. <laughs> yeah. How do we feel about caterpillar grease? <laughs> <laughs> well, anything's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but as long as that's molly. Got some Harvest King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Fleet, fleet, what is that? Fleet Guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The molly just sticks in there so much better, and it doesn't wash out near as fast. Um, obviously, you inspect all your seals, everything, make sure they're in good repair. Um, if your bearings look good, more than likely your seals are going to be okay. A lot of times on the seals, I just put a little um, st- standard wheel bearing grease just for lubrication on those. Um, but yeah, there you go. There's your tech tips. I do have a question. So we did the front half. You know, we did my forks or whatever at 12 hours. Mm-hmm. But we never touched the shock, and I'm at 30 hours now. So is it time to address that too? So I need to do both. It'd probably be a good time. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just that way, you know, the piston band and your bushings and stuff. I mean, they could be wore to a point where they might need to be replaced. But a lot of times, if you do it early enough, you don't have to replace everything. So I'm like right on the edge. Like I need to. Do yeah. It if, you, if you do it now, then you know, I'm more like. Let's say you added a hundred hours to that. Where are we at? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then a lot of times you just got to do your bushings, your seals. um, Maybe like on a lot of the bikes, you might have to replace the bladder. Your nitrogen levels could be coming down. Um, If you want that consistency where it feels good all the time. And we used to redid Ezra's suspension front and rear, and he said that's the best those ever felt. Yeah. But we also changed spring rates, too. We went a lot stiffer. And then for, like, the average rider, what would you say for, like, seasonal? Because maybe people aren't keeping track of their hours. You say, like, what, before every season, try to do a lot of that? Yeah, like, for rear shock, really, once a year is, for most people, more than enough. Front forks, generally twice a year. And the <clears throat> It's a good time to do it now because the beginning of the season, and, like, those, uh, I know the shocks will leak that nitrogen a little bit. Yeah. So if you're off, you know, if your nitrogen's low or whatever, your bike is very bouncy. Yeah. So now it's now is like the good time to do it because everyone's about to go riding and all that stuff. You wouldn't want to fix it at the end of the year and then your bike sit all year long and then you have the same issue, right? Yeah. Well, and nitrogen, luckily, you know, it's a bigger molecule. That's why they use nitrogen. Uh, it doesn't bleed off near as bad. But, <clears throat> yeah, I, I'd definitely do it beginning of season rather than the end because, yeah, then you don't have that delay in it. But. Yeah, and it's amazing when you get your suspension done, especially like I can speak from experience because I'm kind of terrible at it. Um, so like when I, I had an R, a 2014 RMZ and it had that separate <laughs> spring, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> trust me, yeah, it wasn't my favorite bike ever, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, mainly just because of the suspension that whatever that separate funk front fork function was or whatever. Oh, um, yeah, and yeah. then I got on Yamaha's KYB stuff and it was just like amazing. And then I got my suspension done after way too long. Like the oil came out black. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and it was amazing. Like just it, brought it right back. Oh yeah, it's just it's so. But you you forget until you get on fresh suspension again. Well, like, that's wow. thing. It, de- it deteriorates so little bit over time. Then the, you know, it, you just don't realize how far it's gone bad. Yeah. If you're riding the first day and then the after you know hundred hours, you don't you know you can tell major difference once you get that stuff freshened back up. Same thing with the piston, even. Yeah, they deteriorate so slow mm-hmm. over time, you just don't realize how much you've lost until you get it redone. I know, I always chalk it up to too many beers, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, my suspension's just Same, bad. dude, all. I chalk it up to <laughs> sucking. <laughs> I, mean, I just suck. There's nothing wrong with this bike. <laughs> but if there's anything that I ever don't clarify, if you guys just want to butt in and say, hey, there's something, you know, definitely just ask me questions on it or something if there's something that I didn't get enough clarity on something. Gage's tech tips. <laughs> Much better, Gage. Yeah, thanks. Gage. Yeah, good job, Gage. Um, I I don't like when you talk about suspension because it makes me think that I'm way overdue. <laughs> I just don't know enough about it to really. Also, Mike, how is it that our bikes are the same year and mine has a hundred more hours on it than yours? Mm, bought mine two years late. It was a holdover for two years. Oh, it was mm-hmm. just mm. chilling in the shop. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. What'd you pay for yours? Mm, what'd you pay for yours? Yeah, way less than you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about that. That guy tried to talk me into Suzuki. Should have went there, dude. No, no. Probably would have saved you an arm he's like, collarbone. He's like, they're way, they're way cheaper. I'm like, there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the magic button, right? Um, we'll do SDMA outdoors a little bit. Go over you guys' seasons. Do you guys have any announcements? Um, no, not really. I guess the, we've got a new track, Mitchell, Nebraska. It's going to be our opener. Just the, just the reason for that is a, a Tri-State and HPMA were having a race there, and they want to try and do a three-way triple crown or whatever you want to call it. So mm. um, so first time going there, but a lot of our riders have been there, so that shouldn't be too bad. But I've never raced there before anyway. So That's a fun track. I've yeah. raced there a couple times. We do, too, have an announcement, kind of. Oh, yeah, we do. Sorry. I totally – yeah, I totally forgot about the transponder thing. Um so we are using a different race um, program, yeah, system or whatever. So we used to have Trackside, which is essentially what a lot of the AMA stuff runs. But there's this new one out there called Race Ready. Um, a lot of people are switching over to it. Thunder Valley is going to be using it for their uh, amateur races. Tri-State's using it. We're using it. Um, it's a fairly affordable way to do transponders. It's the barcode style transponder that like North Dakota ran or does run, but it's a just slightly different. Uh, company that's doing it um but anyways yeah that should that's gonna be exciting it, we won't be using transponders at the first race just because it's gonna be tricky trying to do three series together but it, it'll be coming so that'll be fun yeah it'd be sweet to do lap times and stuff like that right yeah mm-hmm. i mean just live live timing it's it should be cool should is, be it, a, is it gonna be on the finish line yes yeah it, it'll so be it won't be section times or nothing no no okay just curious yeah, we're not doing something fancy as shit. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it'll be yeah. sweet. Yeah, it'll Ezra, help. are you doing any outdoors? Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to do a few. I want to try to get a lot of out of state stuff because I've like I've never been to Mitchell even. Yeah, and so I want to really try. This well, yeah, year. you Good. were when were you, you were young. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you were on fifties. Yeah, because Michael Cook was still living here, and we went down. Greg Hermanson and Mike Cook and I, as and I went separate, but I don't remember who else was all down there. But yeah. Well, lucky for you, Ezra, like all of our races are out of state, so well, except for yeah. one. So just come to all our races. There's a couple yeah. in Sturgis. One, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's uh, there's actually two in town. 
There's one at the days of 76. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's I didn't know point. if we were going to talk about that yet. I guess it's on the freaking fridge magnet that it's on there. <laughs> uh, I was going to let James tell us about it, but. That'll so be hard to get him back in for yeah. uh, 4.5. Yeah, he's hard to track down. I swear to God, him, Zach from Static, a couple other guys, you text them, they respond, and they throw their phone. They throw it into a freaking <laughs> yeah, field. And you're like, What? Like, they'll reply to you, and then you reply back, boom, phone's uh, gone. They all are pretty bad at that. Yeah, I don't understand it. It'll be like 12 hours later, I'm like, you tell me 12 hours went by and you didn't have your phone with you? <laughs> Baloney. I do that a lot, too, though. I'll, I will read stuff, and I'm too busy to reply, yeah. so I'll put it back in my pocket. That's the last time I ever think about it. I'm pretty bad, too. Gone. <laughs> That's so inconsiderate of you guys. <laughs> know who's really good at responding? Me. You and Troy Berry. Oh, the we were talking Troy about Troy Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Troy Berry is a no knee brace guy. We heard. Huh? There you go. Troy Berry, <laughs> Cooper Webb. Because yeah. he's got knees of titanium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try beating the guy. In some the some guys bend sun, subframes. Troy bends frames with his knees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he probably doesn't even need knees. Yeah. You could chop his knees off and he'd still race. <laughs> <laughs> There's Troy Berry. <laughs> you can do any outdoors gauge vet class? I'm thinking about it. Ooh, what? What if yeah. we brought back a f- plus 40 class? Oh, absolutely, yeah. All right. I've had a couple of people ask me about that, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Can I ride it? Um, Almost, <laughs> probably. If he gets to ride it, I get to ride it. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, dude. No, it's not how you feel. It's not how your body feels. It's oh. your actual age. Sorry. I, th- I still think we should do the fat guy open, but that's just me. You have to be 200 pounds or more to race it. Oh, super <laughs> down. And it's like two laps. All right, but then we're going to run you with the A class every time. Oh, nice. God. Can you imagine how mad they'd be? Dude, you know how it would be to line up, do two laps, and then watch the rest of the A class? Yeah. <laughs> I like the fat kid class. Me too. I think we only have like 26 classes, so I'm sure there's room for more. Yeah. We I have would all say. Day, so. <laughs> You gonna do engage? I think I'll. I'm gonna try to do Bowman. I think. Um, I want to do the days seventy six. I mean, I always. You know, I grew up in Deadwood, so. Be kind of a fun one for you to race. <laughs> yeah, I, I rodeoed there. I, you know, done a lot of stuff in that arena, so. Yeah. Broke some laws in there. You gonna do it, Mike? <laughs> uh, I probably won't race the days of seventy six. I feel like we'll have too much going on. Yeah. But um, I'll it's, do. I think I'm gonna do Mitchell Bowman. Uh, I can't do Gillette because I'm announcing for him, but. Yeah. I like to do Gillette. Gillette's always fun. Yeah, but and there'll be a plus 40 at Gillette, so you should definitely go there. Yeah, that'd be good. The ones that I can, I'll do. Are they going to have an announcer for Days of 76? Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. Like, And it'll be good once you Aren't get James. You? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think James and I were talking about it. Me or another guy and I would probably end up doing it. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can take your microphone with you if you want. This one? Yeah. Is, is Kurt Hyde still racing oh i i don't know i haven't heard you know he he got hurt so badly in gillette um i don't know how that, his recovery is going was that a couple years ago or is that last that year? was 2018 right uh no it would have been 19 uh, I think could have even been 20 was it this last year no, yeah no it wasn't this last year because i was there for all of those i wasn't there when kurt had oh, crashed okay good enough yeah it was 2019 i was that there was but a, i didn't see it that was a very nasty worst broken femur i've ever seen kind of a situation mm. so Gross. Did they yeah. find out what happened with that? Was his bike? Did his bike die? Uh, it was quiet going through the air because it was like the freakiest slow motion thing I ever saw, and it wasn't making any noise. So he probably soaked up too much speed on that face, and it just stalled on him because they rode the bike away, like it wasn't locked up. Yeah. Okay. That sucks. Yeah. He was crazy. a tough competitor. That guy was. 
<laughs> he, he could fly. <laughs> the guy was is probably like, uh, well, not to bring Troy up again, but it's that. Hell yeah, he bring him be, up. He has to be that kind of a guy because like he was like still kind of cracking jokes, and he was so like his he was messed up. It was crazy. Hmm. That's not he right. got caught up my rear tire at Sturgis one time. <laughs> like, Let's be clear though, Luke, that kind of guy, but not that guy. Yeah. It's <laughs> freaking Troy Bay we're talking about. Trust me, I've tried to race the guy all year long. Yeah. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Just to be clear, Troy freaking Barry. Yeah. Well, how he like, led A class for how long in that one race or got like up there? Yeah, he was up there. Oh, the yeah. last indoor, yeah. 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 He let the guys pass because. You mean Troy Berry, not Kurt Hyde. Yeah, yeah. Troy Berry. But, yeah. I watched Kurt Hyde. He was 40 something in, in Sturgis. And that was back when Sturgis. Uh, Long. It was the old track, and it was uh, during the rally, back when the rally races were real big, and there was a ton of fast guys that showed up from all over. And he was in third for almost that. I think he ended up third. He was railing. He was so fast. Dang. But, yeah, Troy Berry, yeah, I said. (laughs) Jeez, we should get a lap counter out. We're probably like... 57 times. That's what we do here. He's our mascot. He's our mascot. Yeah. And he just, he let the A guys pass because he's sick of winning. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. It's not fair if he wins all the time. Um, Okay. So plans, you guys went over transponders. How's your um, land for track going? Um, It's pretty slow uh, to be honest. I mean, it's going to take the perfect scenario in my opinion with probably a landowner that wants to get on board. Like, like what Mike does or whatever, you know, if only Mike's land was a little more accessible, then that would be perfect. Um, but that's the kind of situation that we'll need because uh, just outright trying to buy anything would be crazy. And, and you know, SDMA doesn't really have any money or anything like that. It's just going to be everybody coming together, buying memberships and making it happen with a lease deal. So it's a tricky one, but we need everybody out there kind of thinking, keeping their eyes open because it'd be great to have a local track that we could race at, you know, practice all year round and Absolutely. race. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge. Feel free to reach out to us too if you feel like you know someone or you are someone that would want to get involved or whatever. Get get a hold of Luke or I. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I like your grammar, Mike. Yeah, look at me go. <laughs> Why don't you throw a phone number out or something or Facebook? Oh, Facebook, or? yeah. We both have Facebook and well, Facebook's easy yeah. enough for everyone else. Yeah. So you don't want to give us your digis? Nah. Well, we got the SDMA. <laughs> we got the SDMA website too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's a website. So. Both of our emails are on there. Okay. Just for contact information. Um, how do you guys think to get SDMA bigger? We just need all you indoor people to come race. Yeah. Well, okay. Look at Chris. my look at my sub note. Yeah. Think it's less popular because of the travel. No, it's the reason it's less popular is because um, everybody. Well, for certain people, yes, because maybe people around the hills here they don't want to travel much. But the reason the numbers are so much lower is because during the summertime, everybody's doing their own local race series. So all the guys that come from North Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, Nebraska, East River, everywhere, all the way around five, six, seven state area, they're doing their own outdoor series. Yeah. So it just cuts, I mean, Mm -hmm. the indoors, if you look at the indoors, they're like four or five series combined. Right. That is a good look at that too. That's very true. Right. I, that's my look on it. There, there are a ton of Rapid City people right. that I never see at an outdoor race, though. Right, and and I don't know. I think there's a lot of guys that they just, I don't know, summertime, lake, whatever. Outdoors are tough. I mean, they're hot, dusty, cold, wet. They're just 
It's the man version. It is. It is the man <laughs> version. Sorry about your luck. <laughs> That's why Sorry, Chris, Chris doesn't race them. <laughs> you guys keep looking at me. There's a turn of guys. Let's see. I have it on here. I don't like outdoors, and it's because I'm bad at them. You're and, bad at whoops, too, but And still I feel them. bad for my dirt bike when we're riding outdoors. Why? The race machines I've, are built for. I've it. never been on the throttle stop more in my life, and I'm like apologizing <laughs> to my bike while I'm doing it. Sturgis is a good exit because it gets so muddy in some of that. Yeah, Sturgis. And you're like holding the throttle stop, and it's still digging, trying to go. And you're like, I'm so sorry. Katie. That's the most fun. I, I feel though. the same way. Uh uh-uh, dude. I, I feel that way, though, with Sturgis and some of the Bowman straightaways and stuff. Because I, I don't like to ride high in the RPM, and it is like that is a hard part of it. I feel so oh, bad for it. Yes. Plus, you have so many tear-offs stacked. It's like a piece of plexiglass on there. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I love revving a bike wide open as much as I can. I love outdoors, dude. <laughs> God, I feel so bad for it. Why? That's what it's built for. And I forget, dude. I forget where I'm at on an outdoor track. Like, I can't keep track of it. <laughs> nah, it's not that bad. Everybody out there don't listen to Chris. Yeah. I'm for- just telling you what I'm, why I don't like them because I'm bad at them. Yeah. How many have you done? Not very many. Yeah, see, that's not Maybe even Maybe two. Oh, geez. Shit. You don't even know what it's <laughs> so, like. So the other half of outdoors is the experience, like the after the race time, especially on a two-day event when you get to hang out. I mean, Bowman is awesome for it. Everyone has a good time. Um, but even any of them, you know, like we'll have a lot of two-day races. So just the atmosphere is so fun. Yeah. I, that's one of my favorite parts. It is fun. Everybody's so welcoming too. Yeah. You know, you can go to any camp or right. whatever you want to do and Hang out. People just take you in. Yep. Just hang out. Reliance yeah. was that way. Yeah, yeah, Reliance was a good time, too. Yeah. yeah, it's a bummer that we don't have that track anymore. Lemon sure. was good that way, too. Yep. Everyone always had fun at Lemon. <laughs> yeah, All of them. I mean, really, I don't even think there's that many outdoors anymore. I mean, now that we combine some with HPMA, it, sometimes there's a lot of new people that we don't know and stuff, but it's still just a great time, I think. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've always had fun at all. Like, Gillette was always good. See you outside, Chris. Let's go. I know. I have a toy hauler. I should go. Absolutely. Yeah. It's fun. It's you a really good time. Dusty's got a toy hauler. We'll do too. we'll do a live pod on Saturday night at Bowman. Dude, that would be that fun. Would be a good time. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. I don't know where we're gonna put all this shit. <laughs> be fun. Your toy hauler. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Just clear it out. Yeah, there you go. No, but it it is like if you everybody that rides dirt bikes, um, well, anyone that is of age needs to go to Bowman and have a red rooster with Steve, Steve Odlin. Odlin. Yes. I mean, it's just that you should check that up. Put it on a bucket list. <laughs> yep. As soon as your second moto is done, you just ride right over the Odlin's yep. pit. <laughs> Grab yourself a red rooster. What's a red rooster? Oh, you'll have to come find yep. out, I guess. <laughs> Not going to tell Does it you. have tomato juice in it? Nope. Because I'm straight out. Um, no. It's like Tabasco sauce. It, it is tomato juice. But. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't it's like the, it either. I don't like tomatoes, but. You don't taste it. Have you ever... Has anyone ever made you do an oyster shot in Deadwood? Oh, yeah. I've done a ton of that. I hate that. Why? They're disgusting, dude. (laughs) You got something to chew on with your drink. (laughs) It's not so bad. I don't chew it, dude. I swallow the whole thing because I don't want it in my mouth. (laughs) Sucks when you get a sandy one. Oh, God. I know. it's crunchy. Oh, God. Ezra, when you turn 21, don't let anyone talk to you to doing that. It's not cool. It's you not s- fun. It's not worth it. You say it like he's going to have a choice. <laughs> God, I know. They're freaking gross, dude. Don't do it. <laughs> Anything else for outdoors, boys? Mm, I don't I don't know. I probably should have planned and thought about it since we're actually the reason I, I'm I here is because I'm is. the president. Oh, no, I know. But, like, if people just have to come race and have a good time, that's the main thing. I mean, yeah. We'll wait for you guys. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited for the 
how many pro riders are coming back to race? Oh, well, that's what summer. we should talk about. There's been some buzz. The pro class is going to be good. And that's another good reason for Chris to just come hang out and watch. Is that what you else. said to him? You could have said that in your microphone. Yeah, well, I didn't know how, like, I don't know. Yeah. We're running a pretty loose program as right It's yeah. pretty <laughs> loose, bud. So, so, yeah, we got Alex McPherson's coming back. I heard he registered his number he even. Did. Yeah. And well, then yeah. I think Tucker Hone and those guys, like uh, Joel Wasserberg, yeah. Derek, Derek Howe. Howe. They were racing this weekend, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, Homer, Nebraska, I think. I saw a picture of a pretty big camper and a bunch of bikes set up. That's I was like, sweet. dang, the boys are racing. Yeah, it should be fun. Like, uh, anyone having find, all those guys back. Yeah. Anyone find out how they did? Uh-uh, I haven't heard. Yeah. I was looking, but I couldn't really find anything. Yeah, and we'll have quite a few races in the spring. So for all those guys that like need to go to the lake, there's no races in well, no SDMA races in August or anything. So a couple in July, but we we tailor the season, good weather, hopefully. Yeah, should it should be, be fun. fun. Yeah. It'd be sweet moisture. to have a pro class back too. It'd I know, be, yeah. it'd be a good time. I know I won't be getting seconds and thirds anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boys are fast. Yes, they are. You guys gonna do a clinic? Yeah, we were just kind of talking about that. We haven't nailed down a date or any anything like that, but we all want to do one, as yeah. far as I know. I talked to Alex, and he said he was down. Yeah, Alex is good, and I'm good. Yeah, no, that'd be fun. I've had That's a lot good. of buzz about that, a lot what of What do you guys want me to teach? <laughs> Chris, Chris, you can just step in for me, because I swear I don't teach anything. I don't even know how to, like, I have no form or technique, so... <laughs> Chris could teach how to talk shit. <laughs> That's pretty good for me. Uh, maybe you want to learn how to look good. You want to learn how to seat bounce a double and not make it? <laughs> could do that too. To be fair though, I don't know if I seat bounced or not. <laughs> Chris, you should just come and just like work on everybody's kits with them or whatever and be like, this is what you need to do to your bike. You should yeah. probably buy this gear and like just take this off. Yeah. Take that off. <laughs> how to get your bike lit. Yeah. Yep. Lit kits. I'll be handing them out. Oh, Suzuki, go push that in the pond. <laughs> You're done riding. <laughs> Lost cause. That'd be fun. I'd come hang out with you guys if you let me during clinic. Yeah. Oh, come take some pictures, too. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be pass. Fun. I don't like working oh, after right. work. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. That'd be cool. Luke, best you. You guys done with STMA? Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll talk. I Maybe think you guys should do up. a clinic, especially so many people oh, yeah. asking you about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely not that we don't want to do it, but it, it's pretty hard to line up four dudes' schedules plus Mike, get the track all ready and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of work. Bro, I'll have a water trailer for you. It'll be prepped. There you yeah, go. Yeah. That's your job. You get to prep the track. Yeah, but after prepping the track, I'm going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> but not photos. Nah. I guess I'll bring my camera. <laughs> you could take the second day because you didn't, never showed up for the second day. You know what I hate person. about photos? Okay, let's say 30 of these little gremlins show up to this. <laughs> right? So if I don't take minimum 30 photos, I get a bunch of messages. Do you have a photo of my kid? Do you have a photo of my kid? Like, oh, yeah. it's just. That's going to happen. Yeah. Mm. But you guys will have water. Yeah. So that'll be cool. But if you take the second day, maybe we'll get that factory ride you're looking for. Those days have come and gone. <laughs> <laughs> or you could at least go to outdoors and enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. I'm going to race a couple. Nice. First you thing we're doing with Chris, though, is set up. Your bike set up. There's nothing wrong with my setup. Rolling those bars back. You just got to try it. <laughs> Especially outdoors. Like, I'm serious. It'll help your form a lot more. I've had this conversation with my last bike, and I rolled them back, and I hated it. You didn't do it long enough. And they were higher than these ones. They're like freestyle bars. <laughs> well, get a taller maybe, bar. Me and Mike could help you douse some suspension and get some more. Uh... The back end does need done. From here in Tech Talk, I'm way overdue. 
you're telling Mike to do his at 30 hours. I got, I have a hundred more hours than Mike does. <laughs> Another thing about bars, though, what position are your bars in? The clamps. You want to be honest with you? No idea. I've never moved them. Because what you could do is honestly try putting them forward and then rolling them back, so they're more forward for you, but it'll be in a better position overall. Oh, you're fun. talking about mounting them more yeah. forward and then rolling them back. Yep. There you go. We'll set it up. Those you Anything's can, you better can, than what you got. You can ro- My ro- God. rotate them forward or you can go <laughs> into the other. Yeah. Mike just got confused because the power never ran out. <laughs> he's like, I couldn't I, use he's the like, power. I, he's like, I don't know. I don't know. The bars are screwed up or something. I don't know. It, it just it just it, keeps going. It was it was probably pulling so hard on his arms. His arms were stretched out. And, <laughs> yeah. he, and he thought that the bars were too far forward. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what it was. He's like, why am I in fifth everywhere? I'm like, Mike, I left it in second. You haven't shifted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The thing's on fire, isn't it, Mike? It's on something. Anyway, Luke Bestian. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, when did you start writing? Um, well, hey, you know, first off, I want to say thanks for having me here. I never said that when you guys first introduced me. And um, you guys have done a really good job with guests up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we should ask you, up. what do you think of the studio? Uh, I like Careful. It. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. I am not. I am not going to shit, <laughs> shit on this. No, it's cool. I really like it and stuff. Um Sorry, Alex. You know what's funny about that, Gage, is like people come in here and we roast about every dude that comes in here, but they're not allowed to roast our studio. <laughs> no, I think it's cool. I actually, like, what's the PBR helmet about? That's my PBR helmet, yeah, dog. It's got your name on it. But... Yeah. Huh, okay. It had a it had a really hard, one, it's a shit helmet, and two, um, I landed on a kid with that helmet. Is that indoor dirt in there? Uh, that's probably when I landed on a kid and tumbled 30 feet. Nice. What brand is it? It's a fly. Oh. Yeah. That was like the first real helmet I had. You guys see the new edition? The Mitch Guy jersey that I broke my arm in? Oh, nice. Why did you hang it up on the drill press? I didn't have another one of those things. (laughs) (laughs) I broke my arm in that in Sturgis one time. uh, Oh, that's the jersey, huh? Yep. Mitch, Mitch would not... I don't remember if he took me to the hospital or took me home. Right. But I was underage, and he would not let me leave that track until I took that jersey off because they were going to cut it off because my arm was broke. And so he made me sit there and take that damn thing off. (laughs) Jeez. I'm a little upset, Ezra, that your dad didn't put in more effort to save your sweatshirt. Well, so I thought it was BS, too, because they cut my chest protector, too. And I was like, hey, I can take this off. And they're like, no, you can't. You can't move this and that. And I was like, I think i know my limits i can take this off Actually, and then I'm she just went sure snip 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 well it's pain yeah. it's not that hard and so then she cut the straps from my chest protector too all the way around and on the right side i didn't have a broken bone and she cut the right side in three spots and the left side in one so oh I was my really gosh confused. but that whatever. whole that whole thing when we uh got you off of the track and we were trying to sit you down on a stand it was a short stand first off but Man, I was trying to figure out your trajectory because you're <laughs> nine feet freaking tall, and yeah. I, I had to keep scooting that stand back so it'd meet with your ass yeah. at some point. Man, that was the biggest challenge, just trying to get Sigbird yeah. sat back down for a second. Well, I was thinking standing up, like that was pretty rough too. Oh yeah, because like it was so awkward because like I couldn't really pull on anybody. Yeah, and so I was kind of using trying to use my right arm, and it's kind of like I was trying to support because they gave me that cardboard box. Yeah. I was so confused by that thing. I was like, why do I have this thing on? <laughs> well, it, it didn't help us trying to help you either because yeah. your elbows are at everyone's head. Yep. So, like, we can't really help you balance at all. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, you didn't have a sling, right? 
uh, for like a week, but I took it off. I didn't wear it at school, and then I'd wear it. I went home, so my mom didn't get. Yeah, I used to keep mine in the back seat of my pickup, and I'd wear it when I went in for post ops. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, here's my beef. Um, I go to physical therapy the other day. Remember my sling story? How they're like, we don't have any other slings. We suck. So I walk into physical therapy, and one homie's got a sling on, and. There's another pad that straps on it. You guys remember that pillow I always had with me? Mm-hmm. And I'd have it on a pillow. There's another part of it that has a pad for his arm to sit on. And then there's like a little ball he can hold on to where his hand's at. I'm like, look at this motherfucker in his sling. <laughs> and another dude walks. He's got the same one on the other arm. I'm like, don't have another sling my ass. Look at these things. <laughs> they probably play soccer or something. Something, dude. But I thought they were, I thought they were cool. I got the Walmart sling. <laughs> you had worse insurance than those guys or something. No, dude, there's no way. <laughs> the place probably just got sick of me. Okay, right. so um, Sorry, how did you start riding, Luke? <laughs> All right, um, so the first time, I rode a bike the first time I was like eight years old. One of my cousins, it was, uh, I think it was an old Yamaha YZ80 or something like that. Um, but I actually, and then I rode bikes off and on, but I didn't, so I came from like a huge family and there was like, you if you wanted something, you had to buy it yourself. So when I was 13, I bought my first bike, Suzuki DR200. Yeah. So I am keeping the theme. Like it seems like every guest everybody you guys, started yeah, on the Suzuki. I know, Chris. <laughs> no, bro. Ezra. Nobody's like, yeah, my first bike was a KTM 450. Ezra says no for Suzuki. Yeah, I had a PW50, then a 50 LEM, and then a KX65, and YZ85. Kudos on the parenting gauge. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> But it was the cheapest one I could find, so that's yeah. probably why it was a Suzuki. There's a lot of you bestians running around. Yes, there is. Yeah. Yeah, you got to watch what's, out. What's the total head count? Um, well, I think there's 14 of us, maybe 13. I don't know. We're there. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to like count everybody out. There's that's a lot gnarly. of us. Is it Catholic? Yeah. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. I just had Sam's bike in here. Oh yeah. Redid and, his and he's, forks. He's a cousin of mine, so he's not even a brother or anything. So, yeah. but family in general, there's a ton of us. Um, yeah, that one day I walked in here, Andrew's bike's in here, Sam's bike's sitting outside. Yeah. Old Bestian clan had their bikes in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just rode around the farm, um, for the longest time. I actually didn't get to start racing until I was 18, had to sign my own waivers and everything. Um, and I was working at Rice Honda. That's where I met the Hermansons. They got me into racing actually. Well, I always wanted to, um, my older brother, he was friends with like uh, Kyle Berry, Travis Engel, uh, and stuff. So those guys raced. So yeah, it was like if they'd come out and ride. We we've got some land out there, or whatever that you can ride on and stuff. They'd come out there, and I was like, I always wanted to race and stuff. So made that happen once I could sign my own waivers. Um, yeah, let's. So Kyle Berry is Troy Berry's older brother, and he was. He was always a very tough competitor, too. And it's weird. He, he wouldn't ride for, like, a whole year. Show up to a race and still be just competitive. Do you guys remember his number? Oh, yeah, 40. Nice work, yeah. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Luke, your brother, Andrew, I've noticed, speaking of what Gage said, I've noticed that I made this mistake when we took him to Denver with us. So, we're hanging out in the hotel room, sucking down beers, as Andrew will do. Yes. Well, I did not realize Andrew's body is conditioned for such things. <laughs> He'll suck down a whole 12-pack and then go do 30-minute motos the next day. Sure. And not even flinch. Right. Well, I thought that we were just doing that, so I get to the track the next day, and I am doing two-minute motos. 
<laughs> because I suck down a bunch of beer too. But he will drink so much beer and then just lap after lap after lap after that's lap. Best, that's a best in quality. Yeah, we he don't said need, he learned it from you. We don't need to train or anything. It's weird. Like I was looking at my. It's it's terrible, but it's just the way <laughs> we it works don't need out. to train. Yeah, no. We, I was looking at my hour meter on my bike the other day, and so my bike's a 2015. Um, eh, however many years ago that was, I guess five now. Six, yeah, look at that, we're at 21. Well, I bought it as a holdover, but Uh-oh. yeah, so it was five years. And I've got 141 hours on it, which basically comes out to like 25 or some odd hours a year that I'm racking up on this thing or whatever, 30 hours. So you're kind of running the program I used to run. Um, you don't really ride dirt bikes, you just race them. I, exactly, <laughs> yep, I just show up at the races mm. and race. So <laughs> I don't know, if I tried a little harder and trained, maybe it would help. It's fun. It came up to me one day. He's like, I haven't been drinking because they were going. I think they were, you guys were going to Redbud. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, I haven't been drinking. I'm getting ready for Redbud. I'm like, that's when you ride your best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Andrew is super talented, actually. Um, like, he, w- I would say he's a better rider than I am talent-wise and stuff. I just, like, on race day, I can seem to hang it out a little bit more. So we can still be competitive with each other. He's but, 10 years younger than me, too. So Yeah. Well, they, they said when you're at Redbud that uh, your ground speed, no one had your ground speed. Andrew said he was jumping everything, but uh, he said your ground speed is crazy. Yeah, Luke had the corners and the soil figured out. He was fast. Yeah, suspension, though, that, that I got to tell you, KYB Yamaha stuff on those YZ250s is so good. I give it a lot of credit. <laughs> Did you like the deep ruts and all that? I do, and it's what I prefer that. I, I love it when it gets really rough and bumpy. I like second moto stuff. Um, yeah, I'm not really in good enough shape to push it for that, but definitely what I enjoy riding. Did you grow up in Sturgis? I did. I was actually so the current hospital. I was the first baby born in that one. Ooh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't know. They why got a I, plaque for you. He does. Literally, my no name, shit. My name is on the wall at the hospital. <laughs> 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 you gotta go check that out. Yeah. I was in there one day and I was just walking and I looked over. I was like, "Holy shit, that's Luke's name." Took a picture of it and sent it to him. Yeah, wow, weird, huh? Um, oh, what the hell was I gonna say? Fun fact: I probably see. On a daily basis, Luke more than all of you guys. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's right. Yep. Yep. You guys well, Wharf brothers. Yep. Yeah. You used to work at Wharf, right? Yeah, I worked there plant? for like six years at the plant. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and then I got on board with Rasmussen Mechanical, so now I'm all over the place. How'd you get a Buckley Powder hat? Uh, from working at Wharf. It was like one of the employee parties or something like that. They hate us, so we don't get anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just comfortable. I don't. That's why I'm wearing it, but I can't get a, can't get any cool hats. Chris, I can't. They don't want to even give me a hat. No, I'm saying I want tire. Oh, I thought you meant a butler one. Oh, no. Like they don't even give me no, hats, bro. I, I can't help you out. No, no, I want a flat tire factory hat. Oh, I'll, I'll buy one actually. I'll give you one for coming in. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Ezra, I decided I want to give you one too for filling in for us. Sick. Thanks. And Blake's getting one too. Oh, because every time I see Blake, he's got flat tire factory gear on. Today's the first day he doesn't. Yeah. Literally every time. Even at school, he'd be wearing it all the Hell time. Hell yeah, dude. You should get one. You're going to get one, too. And you, too, Luke. Nice. Mike, sell that bike. I'll get you one. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like double Suzuki right yeah, now. I, yeah, I got the hat. He's all Suzuki'd out. <laughs> Freaking gross, dude. Um, How did you become commander-in-chief of outdoors? Uh, nobody else wanted to do it. I think that's kind of how that went down. Uh, Rodine Hermanson was doing it. I think she was on her third year, and she was telling everyone that she wasn't going to do it again. Um, and Luke kind of called my bluff. I said, if you're president, I'll be vice president. Right. And then next thing I knew we were signed up for yeah, it. Yeah. And we were doing it. <laughs> you know, it's, we should run like a fake campaign for you guys. 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that would be so funny. That would be pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Get like little shirts and hats and shit. I don't I want no part of being the president though. I'm busy enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny though because it I I don't I do way less than everyone else. Like Mike does all of the footwork on the like off season getting sponsors lined up, calling, talking to everybody. Like I literally don't do anything for the most part until race day. And even then it's just like answering questions. So yeah, it's a pretty sweet gig. So you just were like, I'll be VP if you're P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if you if you're president, I'll be your vice president. I, I'm pretty sure that's all we talked about. Yeah, it. Next thing I knew, like we were we were the guys. Yep. Mm, worked yep. out. It yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We're on our fourth year doing this. So you know when we elect presidents of the United States, we're like, how did we come up with these two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah, I could agree with you. It's yeah. No, I'm just giving you shit. Um, last question, Luke. Um, why don't you have a four stroke? I just cannot ride them, man. I, I've tried, and so I ride the bike way low in the RPM range, and the four strokes, like, well, I don't even know if it's that. They love it there. I know, but <laughs> what I mean is like, so I'm too lazy. Like, it's like I'm just sitting there putzing around. Like I'm not using the power right, and the like fact a four that stroke just makes you lazy. Makes me go too slow. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I so, thought you meant on your two stroke. I'm like, that's what a four stroke's for no, is no, being no. lazy. <laughs> right. So the two stroke, if I even want to pretend to be competitive i have to ride it more aggressively and i really don't know why like everything about my style would lead towards being better on four strokes um but i've just once i got on that two that two stroke i was night and day faster ezra same question how come you don't have a four stroke ever since i was probably like on 85s or 125s i was like i'm a two stroke guy yeah i just told myself that and i can't like go against my word yeah. So I just I won't ride four strokes, yeah. and I really have fun and enjoy riding a two stroke. Like to me, two strokes make it worth riding. You know what blows my mind? What you guys do on two strokes when you're coming up to a jump? It's like tons of throttle, right? And then chop throttle. Bike, on the bikes face. off. I and do it just all coast. The time. Yeah, like, I do it too. And yeah. actually, I think it's part of like so. I'm in, again not being in very good shape. The four strokes and stuff, there's all that torque and engine braking and like they rip out of your hand. Like the two stroke doesn't actually, well, especially the YZ, it doesn't pull as hard as people think. It's very smooth. Yeah. Um, power delivery. We should get you on KTM. Uh, I, I had a KTM. Perfect. Dude, when Luke had that, it was a 300, right? Yeah. 300. Two, uh, I remember the first race you showed up to that or two with that thing was, this, I think Sturgis, the first time I noticed in the, anyways, um, your bike was so freaking quiet yep. because you ride so low in the RPMs. Like we literally couldn't hear you coming or going by. Yeah. Like just, oh. yeah. And it had a like the Q pipe or whatever the yeah. stealth pipe on it. But anybody took, else I on a two stroke, right. and then here's like, oh, like Ezra on his five hundred, right, but yeah. he's doing fifty miles an hour. Right? <laughs> the girlfriend getter. That's what I named. That's what I named it today. <laughs> You got a pretty much a spare seat for one. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just get some pegs on the back. Have you ever sat on that thing? That seat's comfy. That it's like comfy. a couch. Dude, you yeah. want to recline. <laughs> we should get you a sissy bar for it. <laughs> also, the whole reason buying two-stroke is there's a rule, or there should be a rule anyways. Once you hit the vet class and you're 30 and stuff, you got to write a two-stroke, make it fair. Troy, Troy gets it. Him and I, we're on the same page. Greg? Greg? I know. That's what I'm saying, Greg. Time to ditch the 450. Yep. Yep. He has a KTM 252 stroke. I know. Though. He'll still work us. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to, I'm going to 
try and at least get some hole shots and get in his way a little bit. Yeah. I do remember you first race on your YZ250, I believe. Yeah. You ripped a monster start at Sturgis, and you looked left, looked right, seen Greg, moved right over. (laughs) (laughs) Covered him the whole hill. Yeah. Yeah, Greg and I go way back. Like I said, he was the first person I met, um, and he's got me into racing. We rode Hermosa, like, every day for an entire year like the entire 2006 year we rode her most after work and stuff because we worked together so i don't know it's kind of fun to screw with him so and when he and he was getting fast in the pro class um and when i first jumped into the pro class he'd he'd kind of get behind you and he'd rev his bike to kind of get you out of the way and stuff and i just it'd make me laugh because i'd know right where he was at so i just like move over and get in his way even more but good times so who do you guys think that's coming up that's going to be dangerous the next couple of years. Drew Odlin. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Drew Odlin, definitely. 100% yeah. stamp it. Yeah. yeah, he's such a smooth, smart rider. Like, just watch him with the indoors. His race craft is already better than most people. He ever. looks like a full-on adult, too. Yep. When he's uh, His 252 stroke, he looks really good on. Yeah. He, lo- he handles that bike very well. Yeah. But it's crazy when he, take off, when he takes off his helmet. He's just a kid again. Yep. Just like, yep. damn. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got it figured out. Doing Hager. About four years. Yeah, Doolin Hager yeah. would be quick, too. Yeah, I, I could see him being really, like, having some really good raw speed and jumping anything out there. But kind of still like he is right now, he'll probably put the bike on the ground a few times. Yeah. It's expected, though, especially when they start yeah. start moving up. No, and there's nothing bike. wrong with yeah. that. That's cool watching kids hang out and, you know, hanging out and go fast. Just, yeah. It's always interesting to see who's coming up because you know there's kids coming up right now that a couple more years they're going to be, yeah, you know, pushing the pro guys around. Right. Yeah. And it's for a few, like for the last however many years now, there hasn't been a ton of guys. Well, you know, they show up to a few races here and there, but I don't know, like Greg has won everything for the last however many years in a row. Austin Painter kind of had him covered for a couple of years there and stuff. But then, well, and of course I go to all the races and stuff. So like Troy and I, you know, we'll wind up second or third or whatever. And the, but hopefully these with all these other pass guys coming in that yeah should shake it up a little bit should shake it up i'm not looking forward to losing my little bit of payout stuff but oh well <laughs> where's austin painter at uh, just be done working yeah yeah, yeah he just seen him yeah that's too bad yeah i've been getting into sleds and other things too side-by-side races yeah. and, yep. oh geez yeah there's there's gonna be some kids coming up i think you know Casson's going pretty good i wish travis would race some outdoors too It'd be nice to see yeah, them more than that once is, every six months. That is one kid I'd really like to race A-class. Yeah, Travis, is, he's got some good bike skill, for yeah. sure. Definitely. And yeah. he's just got on the 250F, too, so I haven't even really seen him ride it much. Yeah. Oh, did he get on? Hey, he brought it to one indoor, but I think he dislocated his shoulder that day yep. or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'd, I mean, it'd be cool. With We're doing three triple crowns this year um, at Mitchell and Gillette and Casper, so there should be plenty of opportunities to ride three different style tracks with a lot of riders. Like it, it's, there'll be big races. It'll be fun. Yeah. Hopefully people will just realize that and decide to make the trip and come out. Yeah. Know someone who's been riding a lot and looking good last time I saw him. Is thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> obviously Chris, but Cody Kohlhoff. Yeah. Cody has yeah. been riding. Dude, right he, he surprises me on a yeah. dirt bike. Yep. Him and his kid, man, for being a four <laughs> or just turning five or however old he just turned, just turned five blows my mind. I yep. mean, they ride a lot, which is cool, but yeah. yeah. Bra- and Braden loves it too. Yeah. He's all about dirt bikes. Braden's such a cool little kid. Yeah, he is <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> He's a fun kid. Yeah. Cody's been looking good. Last time I saw him, you know who I was like, really impressed, really surprised me, especially this last indoor season. Um, Caden Riga. 
Oh yeah, yeah. man, he has Kaden's, came a long way. He stepped like, it up this year. Whole he looks level. he and good bike skills actually. Yeah, that, like the way he he's rides grown, the bike. grown the balls and everything, but he grew his skill with it. Yep. You know, so yeah. he's very controlled. Yep. You know what I mean? That Those, new bike helped him a lot. Yeah, for sure. Like that, yep. This really, I think it made him realize like, okay, new bike, I gotta gotta make this happen. I gotta yep. step up to it. So another rider too, Baxter Shrimp. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah. That's huge improvement this last indoor series. Yep. He was out at AM a couple weekends ago. Oh, yeah. And I think he said that was his second time there. And so he does the table, right? Then there's the step up after the table. He, he wasn't doing it, which is a pain in the butt if you don't do it. Yeah. So I wrote up to him, like, you want to follow me so you get the speed? So he followed He followed me once and then um, hopped in behind me and I didn't see him. And I came turned around. He just freaking whips his bike around right off of it. What? buttered nice. it and i'm like hell yeah dude <laughs> that's awesome i like watching that kid ride yeah he's got i really do yeah. like that kid rides like you can just tell how how into it he, he is just loves stuff. it yeah. yeah he loves it that's really awesome i'm pretty pumped for my brother-in-law greg carlson he just got a new 250f so yep. yeah be good he, was looking, summer. he was looking good on that he granted he was just breaking it in but he looked good when he oh, was yeah, riding out of the sod farm when yep. we were riding yep yeah oh you're in the sod farm cool yeah. Cool. <laughs> don't, I, I don't even get invited. Don't worry. <laughs> or I just don't ride anyways. That's my problem. So the B class should be a little bit bigger too. Cause I believe, um, Gray and Baxter are both racing B. Um, Caden, I believe yeah. is racing, racing B as well. Cool. What about so. Talon Hansen? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's another kid that should come race outdoors and stuff. That'd be sweet. Is. Yeah. Yeah. He's been looking good too. Yeah. He puts a lot of time on the bike. Yeah. It's good. I, we saw Baxter at Gillette. Oh yeah. Getting yep. ready for outdoors. Yep. Yeah, and, you know, like, if there's anybody out there that just thinks it's convenient to ride the indoors and you can, I mean, that's fine, but you learn so much from the outdoors because you ride track conditions that aren't always that fun to ride from slippery to deep to this and that. And, I mean, we've raced in hail, snow. Yes, (laughs) Yes. I mean, everything. Heavy rain. Yep. I remember getting pissed when I was a kid when they'd cancel a race. I remember riding and they canceled a race, and it was hailing. I went out there to ride just because I was like, you guys, like, yeah. this is stupid. Why did you cancel? I, I remember that year in Bowman. It was, it was a tsunami, and then Ezra was the only one that went out and did a lap. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was on my 85. Yep. I remember it locked up the rear wheel because there was so much mud. But I was like, if, if we'd have big bikes come out here and work this, it'd be rideable in a few laps. Yeah, and Speaking there's of, so many people that don't want to do that. But How did you wrap a tough block around your back wheel? Okay, so... Oh, now what's his name? Number. He just started racing indoors. Um, he's from out of state. Rides a Cowie. He's in, yeah I'm from out of state on a Cowie. I can't think of his name. Anyways, he doubled the triple, and when he did that, he went left, and I was tripling because I wanted to get by him. I got a bad start. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. And uh, <laughs> got a bad start. I think that one wasn't actually my fault. I got a good start, and then someone went down in front of me, and that screwed me. But then, uh, well, a good start. You would have been in front of them. So let's well, let it, it was a, a start. second place start, and then <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's one that Joel washed over that single, and I t-boned him so I had to back up and then go. But uh, anyways, he was going, and he, he went left off that double kind of to kind of square up that corner better. And when he did that, I was like, oh, well, I'm already committed to the triple. So I just kind of went left. And they had the freaking tough block sitting way too far in. Like, <laughs> the landing was so narrow on that triple. And that was one that sucked to land on anyway. And so I just landed on tough block. And then Mike pointed it out because I wouldn't have noticed. Like, I didn't even notice at all. Like, yeah, so- I seen you come around the grandstands, that little double right before that last corner. 
and I just seen something white, and then you turn the corner, and your back wheel was like two feet wider than Dude, it should have been. Huge. Oh, it like, was oh, huge. Down, Ezra. He's <laughs> locking up his tire when he's in the air. <laughs> it was huge, dude. Yeah, Land's mom actually got a picture of it, and that's when I first saw it. I was like, damn. Like, I, I actually was kind of bad, huh? <laughs> yeah. I was hoping that you would see me and not go for that finish line. Like, I was waving a clipboard, a microphone, like doing yeah. the head slit gesture, like, shut it down. <laughs> I can't believe that. I've never seen anything like that. Uh, the I whole rapper. Josh Grant did it back. In and he won uh, Anaheim. Yeah. Anaheim won with it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's doing the same thing, locking up as he retired. Weren't you guys yeah. at that race? No. No. That was, uh, we were there a couple years earlier. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've always been a big fan of Josh Grant. He gave me my first neck tattoo. <laughs> I like BS with him for four hours. My parents lost me, and I was just chilling with Josh Grant in his trailer. <laughs> didn't Sarah shoulder check him? Yeah. Walking by him? Didn't even know? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah, we're they're trying to go through, and <clears throat> you know everyone's going every different which direction, whatever. And this was at a different time. This is when we were at Anaheim 1. Um, cause when Ezra first met him, that was down in, uh, Lakewood. Yep. But yeah, we're at Anaheim one and everyone's trying to go every place. We're, we're all, all we're trying to do is get autographs and, you know, and getting all these lines. Well, Sarah's heading to the Honda tent and Josh Grant was walking by and she tried to get like small <laughs> and she said she shoulder checked this guy bad. And he like stepped back and looked at her. It was Josh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> She was ready for it, but he was talking to another rider. She, she was ready for it. She, she like braced up. Like, yeah, she braced oh, up. Like, get it yeah. <laughs> yeah. She tried to get like small and then shoulder checked him, and he stepped back, like looked at her. <laughs> She's like, "I just shoulder shoulder checked Josh Grant." Like, <laughs> Sarah told me to call you out on um, how we talk about how calm and cool you were when Ezra shattered his wrist uh-huh but she said well ask him how he was when we were at the hospital well that was bullshit <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because they wouldn't let you in huh no 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 they wouldn't let me in because covid Did, were you there do you remember any of this ezra uh, a little bit of it i was pretty just like focused on like man this sucks you know yeah and then i remember him making a pretty big deal about not getting in and i just remember telling him like whatever dude like it's not that big of a deal <laughs> whatever dude well okay so the thing is <clears throat> we get in the hospital and I was good. I mean, I was just telling Ezra, yeah, it's part of the journey. It sucks. You know, I mean, it's, you know, this stuff happens. Load we'll your go, bike. We'll go to the hospital. Phones. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Let me know when you're done, too. <laughs> yeah. Are you driving? So, yeah, you're driving. You know, I talked to Sarah and stuff, and I was trying to just keep everything pretty just smooth. We get to the hospital. You know, we get a wheelchair, bring Ezra in and everything. And uh, Sarah was already there. My pickup's parked right at the emergency entrance. So I went up, knocked on the window, and told him to come in, or you know, asked, you know, hey, we got a kid here, with a broken arm, and <clears throat> so Sarah goes in with him. I go back out to move my pickup. I come back in. I'm like, hey, my my kid's back there. And like, yeah, only one person's allowed back there. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, that didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's my kid. What? <laughs> yeah. Ha! Yeah. So you threw and, a fit? Well, I, I I sat there and I was like, well, that's bullshit. <laughs> and they just looked at me and I'm like, I don't understand why I can't be. I mean, we all live in the same house. You know, like we're not getting past COVID to each other. I, I just didn't get it. And uh, anyway, I was having a 
kind of heated conversation with the nurse. <laughs> and then I see Sarah come out and she looks at me and she puts her hands up like, like, what are you doing? And she comes up and she's like, Gage, they're not going to change policy for you today. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, eh. So I went and sat down. And then, I don't know, like 10 minutes later, they come back out and they're like, hey, uh, did he hit his head? I'm like, no, not, I don't think so. Did he say he hit his head? I'm like, well, no, he said he didn't hit his head. I'm like, well, <laughs> maybe believe him. <laughs> yeah, why are you asking me? <laughs> he yeah. was on the bike. I'm not even allowed in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then they come back a little bit later and ask me more questions. I'm like, if I was back there, I could answer all these. And Sarah asked me, she's like, well, do you want to be back there? I'm like, well, no. <laughs> Not <you're>, now. <laughs> you're you're a nurse. and uh, you know, You're smarter this doctor. way than yeah. I am. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, you might as well be back there. But so then I sat back there for probably a half hour, 40 minutes or something. If I went back to the track and loaded up his bikes and brought him back to the shop. Hmm. I'm allowed one visitor on Friday. Oh, plate's coming out Friday. Oh, nice. Sick. Nice. Get it out of me. Then Is it bothering you? What's yeah, the recovery bad. time afterwards? I don't know. Um, my first visit afterwards is two weeks. Mm. It'll be good I, after that. I'm thinking basically I'm going to come out Friday evening 100%. Yeah. Should be on a bike Saturday. Nice. nice. I like it. That's what I think. <laughs> That'd be two weeks. It'll be, be good. Yeah, it should be good. It does bother me a lot. Really? Yeah. Like uh, my range of motion got way better with therapy, but like the plate, it's weird. Like when I lift my arm, I'm not going to lift it, but. The same spot it hurts every time. Like when I got my rod out uh, two weeks later, I got the s- stitches out. And then I was riding. Hell yeah, that's good news. Yeah, yeah. I guess those staples, but yeah. You guys got anything else before we get into our tire poppers? No, I think I'm good, man. You want to go first, Mike? Sure. Get my timer out. Do some tire poppers. You feel like you're so under the gun. You know, like 30 seconds does not seem like a long time, but then once you start talking and then you get done, you're like, I'm oh. pretty impressed we've stuck to the, if you don't make 30 seconds, you don't count rule. Yeah. All right, and so tire popper is something that people do that annoy, annoy you, basically. Or anything that annoys you, really. Basically annoy. anything. All right. Mine today is about weather. Okay, I've got ha, it. I'm, I'm going to steal that it. one from Chris before it ever gets to him. Man, mine's almost Sarah, a little Is it really? <laughs> you No way. Dude. All right, you're going last. Ezra, Sarah, you got a tire popper? Yeah, I do, actually. Sarah, you do? Sarah has tire poppers lined up whenever she gets to get on. She's so you're like, just going to steal like mine and I'm shafted over here? I said, it, I said it first. Uh, do you want to go first? Too bad. Uh, should we talk about the... When is Mother's Day? May? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's April now. Yeah, I think it's May. Yeah, usually it's Check the Google May. machine, Mike. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> God, that's terrible so, that none of us just know that date. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a, like May 8th. None of us are moms, though, so it's fair. I know there's almost always a race on that day. Yeah. Sunday, May 9th. Ooh, oh, close, Ezra. So what we're going to do, um, we're going to do four moto moms in here, Sarah included. Yep. So three other moto moms with Sarah. We're going to do a Mother's Day episode. Absolutely. With the Moto Moms, their take on it. That'd be an interesting one. And then we'll call Mike's mom and listen to her yell about all the dumb shit Mike's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we didn't call anyone today, did we? No. That's all right. No one wants to talk to us. They're all racing. <laughs> Ezra, t- <laughs> you're going last, Mike. <laughs> Ezra, are you ready? Yep. All right. Three, two, one. So you're driving home from work, 
and you're getting in that construction on west side. Sucks. Everyone hates it. And people are always trying to get ahead of you and cut you off. What's the point? We're all trying to go home from work. We're all sick of the day. We're ready to get home. Someone's just laying down block passes. Yeah. 16 seconds, Ezra. Valid ramp. In their defense, that construction is fucked up. That yeah, is bad. Yeah. But, like, I'll straight up ride in two lanes or get in their lane if I see someone hauling ass. I'm like, this, you guys are idiots. Yeah. Like, cutting ahead, you're just being mean to 10 other people. I kind of do the same thing. If someone's being an asshole trying to cut you off before construction, you just... Yeah, dude, you can, like, see him in your mirror. Like, what the hell is well, this guy doing? One guy was going a lot faster than I estimated, and I watched him smoke a bunch of cones. <laughs> <laughs> they don't move that easily either. Like, those big yeah. barrel ones. Yeah. It's not like they just tip over. In his defense, he's in a Tacoma, so you know those things are indestructible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, probably drove up a mountain <laughs> after that. Yeah. Luke, do you have a tire popper? Uh, sure. Why not? Oh, our static collective tire poppers. There you go. Oh, yeah. Three, two, one, go. All right. So when you're at the race and people come up to you and they like overly complain about the track, like the track is what it is. We're all the guys that prep the track are trying the best they can. Complaining about dumb stuff does nobody any good. Let's all write it. Enjoy it. Find something you like. Bam. 15 seconds. That's perfect. A, yeah, that's <laughs> good. Perfect. That's what made me nervous about this weekend, changing stuff on a and I'm like, well, I know someone's going to be pissed we did this. I think it's badass. Well, I'm glad you, you were there to test it. No matter what you do, though, once you make a change, you're uh, out of 10 people, you're going to piss at least one off. Yeah. Uh, and you just have to deal with it. Right. They well, have to deal with it, too. Yep. Everyone's riding the same track. This isn't soccer. You go out in all kinds of weather. Mm-hmm. Let's ride what we've brought. Yeah, that's what we're showing. We're showing our skills in different weather, different climates, different jumps. Everyone has to deal with the same problem. It's who mans up and gets over it or who doesn't race because of it. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we all have our moments where we complain, you know, like, I mean, you think second moto Sturgis stuff, they go waters things that seem sketchy and crazy. But you know what? Just got to put that out of your head and try the best you can. Sometimes that's where I have some of my best races because everyone's freaked out or whatever. I'm excited for when my water wagon gets done. I'm ready for people to complain that I overwater or underwater. Yeah. 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 You know, there you go, like, bring your water wagon. Yep. <laughs> hey, it's free to volunteer, buddy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You build yours and bring it out here. Yeah. We'll go get ahead. her done. Gage, are you ready? No, you guys go ahead first. I want to I want to hear you guys. <laughs> Mike, what? do you want to go before me? Yeah. <laughs> Too bad, dude. <laughs> right. Mine's not that great. All right, Chris, go. Oh, wait. Mike, time him? Oh, okay. I can run my own timer. So you can cheat? all right chris three two one go um i'm just sick of the bipolar weather i am two days it's like 75 sunny the next day it's 40 windy trying to snow even though it's blue skies like i'm just sick of the bipolar pick a way let's go that way if it's gonna be summer let's do summer 16.8 just over it dude same one i'll just elaborate on yours a little bit I'm the same way, dude. Just fucking pick one. I don't care if you want winter for a little bit longer, but let's just do it. Let's get some snow on the ground, make it cold. No nice days. Or all nice days from here on out with a little bit of rain twice a week. That's what I'm saying. And it's not that hard. If it could rain, <laughs> let's rain on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I love how you guys talk about this. Like it's something that can be changed yeah. somewhere. Like well, someone just, just needs to turn. We should schedule it, weather man. instead of races. Like yeah. I'll start scheduling the weather. <laughs> it was 70 and sunny yesterday with no wind. Was, today it it's a freaking hurricane. Ezra, you saw it. The sky yeah. was blue, but it was snowing. Like, I, yep. makes no sense. I'm sick of that. It's confusing. You don't, you don't know how much to wear either. If you work outside, 
you're either wearing way too many freaking clothes or not nearly enough because the wind decided to come up. Yep. Yeah, and we're kind of at that time of year where, like, when you go to work, you're freezing your ass off. Yeah. And when you're running the AC on the way home. Yep. Sucks. Sucks when you forget to turn, when you get home, you forget to turn the AC back off. Yeah. So when you're driving to work in the morning, you're like, yeah. oh, damn, this pickup's not warming <laughs> you up. Start you look your, down. You start your pickup and it's blowing AC. And you're like, yeah. sick, dude. Nice work. <laughs> Gage, are you ready? Is that yours? Uh, you know, whoa! I don't. I don't. He's trying to cheat. Yeah, don't cheat. I haven't started it. <laughs> I I don't have anything to complain about this. Week, oh, thanks, Dusty. I, yeah. we I'm, thought I'm he really, was gone today. <laughs> well, I was really trying to come up with something. I'm like, eh, I'm I'm good, man. Well, then don't do it as a complaint, but give some constructive consider, uh, criticism for people to consider, so they don't bitch about things like the weather. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to tell me that would make me not bitch about the weather? <laughs> Don't bitch about things out of your control. Right? Like, Jesus, but it's fine. That's the only thing you can do about it is complain. It's fine. Yeah, yeah you got to get it out. You One thing on out. Luke's, though, that, you know, on outdoors, it is what it is. You know, I, I it's just the easiest thing to do is complain. That's the easy part. You know, I remember the first time we went to a major mud race, and I told Ezra, like, oh, we're going to have so much fun. This is going to be so awesome. You know, we're going to go out and do well today and just try to pump them up for it instead of being down and out and like, man, this is going to be horrible. So it's hard on the bikes. And for some reason, Ezra's like, heck yeah, you know, this is going to be great. Well, I remember I really loved the mud when I beat Tucker Kiefer in 85 class, my first year in B class. That was the race I was I talking about. Yeah, yep. he won it. And I mean, he was quite a bit younger than Tucker and, Tucker was a better rider. Yeah, Tucker was a hundred percent better rider. But Ezra had a better moto, and he only ran one moto because it was it kept downpourings, torrential downpours, and so Ezra ended up winning the overall that day when he shouldn't have. But it's because I think a lot of it was I was pumping him up for it, like yeah, it's so much fun, and you know we're just gonna have a blast. A lot of mud is your attitude. Absolutely, oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Well, all the racing, all mm-hmm. of racing, yeah, that, that is true. But mud, especially, like if you're going in with a bad attitude, it's, it's going to be a bad it's time. Be bad, yeah. Yep. You know, Mitch Guy's real good about that. He's real good about having a positive attitude on horrible conditions. Mitch Guy has a lot of send it for an old guy still too. Like especially <laughs> in mud, that guy can a ride lot some mud. of send left. Yeah, but just to you know put a you know icing on the cake on that one. On race days, you know, it's too windy, it's too hot, it's too cold, it's too rainy. Bro, that's me. It's it's <laughs> it's the easiest thing to, to do when you should just be looking at, okay, it's windy, so I got to turn into the wind when I jump. You know, like, I, mm-hmm, right. not, not a big deal. I mean, you just figure it out. But uh, it's, it's, the complaining is just gets old. Yeah. Just, do you want me to change him to 30-second inspirations? <laughs> would that be better i just adding on to luke's i mean it is a really good point and I, I like that a lot yeah and i i just hear a lot of it sometimes people complain about the track and it's like hey the people that are working on the track are doing really the best that they can or maybe it didn't pan out the way that they thought it was going to pan out or whatever the situation might be yeah i can just tell you that being involved in putting events on and stuff that you ha- you're doing a lot of selfless work for nothing a lot of times and just hearing complaints is like hmm, well that's no big deal. All right. Thanks. But the last thing you care about, yeah. too. Like, well, eh, I could care less about right. your complaint. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no one has a track that's like, yeah, let's make it as terrible as possible for these guys to race on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we're not blessed with like 
we don't have Michigan dirt like Redbud or something or, you know, Millville or something. Like, it's – South Dakota dirt's a little little tough to ride sometimes, but you know what? It, it just makes us all tougher or better if you have the right yeah. attitude and stuff. I mean, heck, I'll even – Sorry, Andrew, I'll call you out on this one. You, My little brother can sometimes be one of the worst about getting down about how something is, and he's super talented. He could, if he just was in the right attitude, he'd go way faster. Like, it's just what you got to do. Overcome it, yeah. Yep. And then another thing is, it's like you look at it, how many of them have put in the volunteer hours or this or that? You know, it's like you guys can't complain when you are not helping that track out either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, that's that's where it's like you're here to ride, then ride. I don't know. We're all having fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be more positive. I'm trying. There's a scenario running through my head, and I don't mean to talk shit, but I'm going <laughs> to. Um, the the Sturgis Rally Race last year, it was so dusty. Right. But there's two water trucks sitting there. You're right. Yeah, and there are certain situations, and I, I sometimes. Not to do, complain, but, but it doesn't make sense to right, me. Right. Like, we could have done something about that. Right. Uh, and I know they're a little understaffed and stuff, which sometimes that. You Maybe know, they didn't have a guy to put in right, it. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it can be self-inflicted sometimes, but um, yeah, it's it is what it is and stuff. I don't know. I, I I've I've been in many situations. I've caught myself complaining about a lot of things, and I don't know. I'm trying to be inspirational right now and say, hey, everybody, just you're doing, enjoy the races. You're doing really good. And then <laughs> I'm dragging him down. <laughs> when it's hard pack, you go water. It's just gonna be slick, and then you're complaining about it being. Slick yeah, you're too late water. then. Yeah. yeah, it's too late by that point. Yeah. Wait till I get a hold of a and It's going to be an ice rink. <laughs> <laughs> Make it hard pack so I can water it. Yeah. I'm going to let you guys hard pack it and soak it. Mike, what'd you learn? I learned that Troy Berry does not wear knee braces. Hmm. Doesn't even surprise me. I'm surprised he wears boots. He could probably do it in flip-flops and be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra, what'd you learn? I'll have to think on this one for a second. Okay, pass. Ezra doesn't do a lot of learning in his day. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, what'd you learn? Um, I learned that I need to go back out to A&M again because there's track changes and I haven't been out there in a while. There yeah. is track changes. Chris, what did you learn? Whoa, I'm not ready <laughs> yet, kid. I'm not ready, dude. I'm not ready yet. Well, tough shit. You spring it on us all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a pass. I'm going after Ezra. Oh, okay. okay Ezra, you ready yet? Oh, you're going. <laughs> Gage, what'd you learn? Gage, what'd you learn? Oh... I'm getting old. It's hard to Fragile. teach an old dog new tricks, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just really appreciate, you know, us doing all this, and I, I think it's a really good thing that we're doing, and I hope that uh, our people listening appreciate it too. I know uh, we got a lot of guys that listen that come in and talk to me about it, and it, it's funny to hear, you know, some of the stuff they, they say and what they pick out of it. So. It, it is a really cool thing that you guys are doing this and stuff. I got to say, just sitting at home listening to it, you hear people, you know, you, you guys bring up so many local riders and stuff, and that's cool to be talked about. And and it kind of, like, takes this area, our little local South Dakota area, and kind of takes it to the next step. You know, like, we've got a podcast in this area where people talk about each other and stuff. And makes it, it seem bigger than it is. It makes huh? it seem bigger than it is. Like, and, it, and it's cool. So, like, some people might say this is a silly thing, but, no, I think it's awesome. Like, I think this is exactly what this area needs to keep kids excited that racing and riding is worthwhile. Derek Houck said it got him all fired up. Exactly. I mean, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's badass. Yeah. Worst case scenario, it's just five guys bullshitting. Yeah. We honestly, when we first did it, we were like, dude, will we get 20 listeners? You think? <laughs> right. Yeah. Four of them would be us. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Good stuff's already came out of it too. Yeah. I mean, we already, we had two machines at A&M all weekend. 
Yeah. On absolutely. top of mics and stuff. Didn't call anyone to let them know that was going up there, though. Oh, like, like you would have went. Oh, I probably would have. <laughs> You're too busy buried in Supercross. There's a fish-eyed cone set up. Had track track shut down. Track closed. Yeah. Hell yeah. Single file through the cones. Yep. <laughs> Double the fine. Right. <laughs> that was cool. Goods already came out of that. Yeah. Oh, no, it's super, I appreciate that is awesome. You know that you guys are willing to come here and do this, and I mean, you've really taken the reins on it, Chris. I mean, you you uh, make sure we have itinerary to follow and. Well, that's because you guys made me name it Flat Tire Factory. Chris, Chris so if it shits the bed, everyone looks at me. <laughs> like, well, Chris dicked that one up. No, but it's good, and I, I'm I'm just appreciative of you guys. So, Ezra, you want me to go first? I can go now. Okay, what'd you learn, Ezra? I learned a lot of people started out on Suzuki's when I thought they would have been. Yeah, what's yeah, up with that? <laughs> one more for the road. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do want to get a thank you in for this. I know it was kind of last minute and whatnot, but... It, I do appreciate being on here. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for filling yeah. in. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't ask you when we were at AM. Actually, because I didn't know Dusty was. I asked yeah. him, like, you going on the podcast? And he's like, I totally forgot about it. I got to go home. Nice work. Like, okay. Well, you got shit to do. That's right. You have a good radio voice, too. Thank you. Yeah, he's so got good. a deep voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Sound right. good. It's good. That's a wrap. <laughs> I learned. I learned four strokes are not enough work for Luke. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hold on. What do you mean not enough work? Did I say it wrong? Well, you said if you read four strokes, then you too lazy. Too lazy. Oh, I, yeah. And I don't even know if that was a good explanation. Um, it takes more skill to ride a two stroke, so you ride it that way. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't. Maybe I just a little bit better. I just you, know that I got faster when I rode the two stroke. I'm when, not quite sure why. When you do hop on a two stroke, though, you feel like you have to be aggressive. Yeah. Right. Like. You have to be in the right gear. You have to be in the right gear. Yes. Four stroke, you can be in second, third, right. maybe and fourth. Then, yeah, and so it makes you like quit thinking, and then you're lazy, and then it's like all of a sudden you're just going slow, and you can't help it. That's how it is for me. Especially anyway, so. late in the day, second motos, yeah. you know. you know, uh, That's the way I was on 450s, too. It's like you're so drained, you're so drawn out. Oh, yeah, definitely. So you just lose your focus because you're, you're just mentally strung. We're on two stroke. It's like you have to be involved always. You're not going fast, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, they, and to me, it's the inertia. You still feel light and nimble. You can bounce around yeah. stuff. And the 450s always just felt like a tank. And the 250s don't. Have, I don't rev a bike, and you have to rev a 250 if you want to go anywhere. Yeah. So. Well, in a corner, you lay it over in a two stroke. Get on the gas. It doesn't stand up. Right. A 450. Get on the gas. Get like lean in harder. Depends. Those yellow bikes, you have to point it. <laughs> Chris is the only guy that can't ride a Suzuki in the corners. That's that's my conclusion. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like steering a pirate ship. Man, I, I can't believe we didn't talk about any of our old races or anything. I know. Mike and Gage and stuff. Gosh. I, I was just when thinking. you two had some good battles. Luke Mike. and I have been racing each other for quite a while. Yes. Yeah. We've and you guys fun. took each other and pushed each other around quite a bit back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Did yeah. Two take each other out at Bowman. I took um, Luke out of yeah. Bowman. Oh, that's what really bad. Yeah. Mike literally went around the outside of me. I had the preferred inside line. He came around the outside and took me out somehow. I was <laughs> impressed. I was very impressed. I hit the next tabletop and looked. I was like, oh, man. I felt, I apologized, too. I felt bad. He, yeah. he, he felt so bad, but he's laughing about it. Right. I, do, I, I do that kind of stuff, too, and stuff. No, and there's another fun Mike story at Reliance and stuff where I thought he just straight up was a, a badass and passed me, but I later on figured I think he was just out of control. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah. Oh, going down that hill. Down that oh, hill. Yeah. 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 Total that, out of control. I would say 6% control. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
he same thing outside. He just comes bonsai through these huge breaking bumps, hits this rut perfect, and just takes off and passes me. And I'm like, oh my god, that was super awesome. Like he's on it today. And then I, so you sold that bike to Andrew, that 2013 Honda. It had air forks and stuff. <laughs> Dude, and I'm that like, thing sucked. I'm like, there's no way Mike was in control across those bumps. He was just like trying to crash and he hit a rut instead. <laughs> I, I was just squeezing the bike and I ended up in a rut and I just right yeah. out of it. And I was like, hey, I got Luke too. Yeah, that was insane. I remember one time on your, that was a Suzuki at Sturgis. I don't know. I didn't see anyone go through that rut faster and you were in the b class you're leading it and then oh and i choked on the last lap last yeah, lap yeah, yeah. tanner name manny ended up going in that yeah <laughs> but he was going in and out of that rut it it didn't even look human huh. he came nice. in and it was just like he slung shot through it it was i was just like watching like man no one else in the pro class or anywhere was going as fast as you were through that rut it was right at the bottom right before the step up yeah it was Mind-boggling. I, 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 I watched him like, nah. Next lap he comes out, I was like, holy shit, that was real. <laughs> Every lap is just like, bam, and just out of there. I, it just, I couldn't wrap my head around it. It was crazy fast. Corners Jeez. corners are fun when you have one figured out. Right, and it feels right, and you yep. just keep pushing it, and yeah. I mean, it's literally just, <laughs> yeah. I, I just couldn't, uh, it was gnarly. Hmm. Yeah. Then last lap, he stood it up. Stalled it, couldn't get his bike started. Man, I kicked and kicked and kicked. Tanner and just like motored around him. I bet, kicked I bet what? I, this was back in 12, 2012. So calm yourself. Nobody had e starts back then. KTM did. <laughs> I had a 2010 KTM with e start. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Freaking kicking funny. bikes. I can't believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Shocker that I would blow it on the last lap. <laughs> Yeah, it was bad. You guys got anything else? Let's wrap I it don't. up. Okay, we should do just an old bullshit, yeah. old races back talk. Kind yeah, because it, it snowballs. You start thinking about, I was just thinking about one where I lined up next to Gage at Sturgis or whatever, and um, it wasn't the big, big long start, but it went almost to like the bottom of the old tabletop, and then it hooked a left, so it was fairly long anyways. I mean... Well, it went all the way to the top of the old tabletop. It was that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. But anyways, um, we were all like, I know I just grabbed fourth, I think, and everything was starting to pinch off, and Gage just, like, comes out of nowhere, and I think it was Justin Grable. We're all, like, right there, and I got hung up on the back of Gage's bike. He had me an elbow on me, and I just had to, like, step off of my bike, and he, I, I cartwheeled and just, like, it was dirt, ground, dirt, you know, <laughs> daylight and ground and everything. So those, you're like, why am I still rolling? Well, yeah, and I yeah. thought, like, I broke, I felt like I broke my shoulder one time. Like I was like, as I was crashing, I'm like, Oh, I just broke my shoulder blade right there. And like, that's what it felt like. It was so bad. Anyways, I get up and I'm like looking for my bike and Gage has my bike way <laughs> up in the corner. Like it's still hung up on his seat and he's like looking behind him. Like, what is this thing doing just here? Towing it. Yeah. Just, I mean, he, he literally took it. I think almost a hundred yards probably. It felt like he was doing the buy one, get one on the YZ two fifties, dude. So I, like, I mean, I'm hurting. I'm oh, like, yeah. Where's my bike? <laughs> It's uh, amazing the things you forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, good stories. Yeah. Okay, we're going to thank our sponsors, MX Connection. Thank you, Gage. You bet. Perfect structure for GMX. Oh, my God. Man, you fricked it up. Slow again. down, Chris. For GMX. You need to get yourself a comma between the four and the G. I, I should that's put what dashes in it. Yeah, there you go. MX Indoor Motocross. Rapid Concrete Solutions. Doubt it all in. Static Collective. Special thanks to Luke at Precision. Precision Excavation. They really helped us out this weekend. That was super cool of them. 
and Black Hills Landscape. That's episode six. We'll catch you on seven. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys for coming in. Yeah, Luke, thanks for having Ezra, me. Ezra, thank you guys. Yeah.